too. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Who wants to have some fun? I'm all about having fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, boy, is this great. Hey, guys. Oh, big gulps, huh? All right. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our files. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Wait a minute. There's no birthday party for you here. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants and find a little weird I have to dance twice? Those sad tissues or happy tissues? Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. Cowboy. The Mike Rutherford Show. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'm going to head out west where real women come equipped with scripts and find a nest in the hills. Chill like Flint. Buy it All right. All right. Here we go. Welcome to everybody to the Mike Rutherford Show. It is Thursday, March 16th, the first day of the tournament. What start we're off to? We're here live from 3 until 6 on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know us better as the Big X, and we are coming to you, as always, from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey as we try to watch basketball and react and talk at the same time. It should be an interesting three hours. I've So I, I've never done a full show on Thursday or Friday. I used to always have to take off with John because my other job, and I'll take off tomorrow. We'll have Rashawn Myers in here filling in. And last year on this Thursday, I think I did like an hour and a half with Rashawn because it was all I could could do. And like that was it. But like this is the first time I'm going to do a, a full show. And of course, it's like the greatest opening window in the history of the NCAA tournament. We had you know, Maryland, uh, West Virginia coming down to the wire. Furman pulling off what is still an, I'm still reacting to the upset that they just pulled off over Virginia. We've got Utah and Missouri State currently tied at 41. Kansas getting pushed a little bit by Howard uh, without Bill Self coaching. We found that out this morning. It's all happening, Trevor Kelsey. How are you on this fine Thursday afternoon? You're lucky to keep my attention on a normal day. <laughs> you are both you're basketball. screwed today. Dude. You, I get the over under on the amount of times you say something to me and I reply, uh, So I'm sorry, what? Well, we'll be at least five. Because I'm going to be there, too. So one of us has to at least be. We may just be having our own two separate conversations. <laughs> the problem is, is I have to, of course, also have to move my head to watch the TV because the way the screen is. That's my, right. And I hate it. So there's a good chance you're going to look at me, and I'm not going to be paying attention to what you say. I will say this, though. I told you the day Louisville almost beat Virginia, they were going out in the first round. I picked Furman months ago and didn't even know I picked Furman. Well, I picked Furman, too. We talked about this <laughs> yesterday. Uh, and yeah, it was ended up. I thought I was. I actually had. So I I picked West Virginia and I picked Furman, and I felt pretty confident about both. I was actually looking up the Kevin from the Office meme where he plays poker, and he's like, "Yeah, would you know, World Series of Poker champion, blah blah." So yeah, I'm pretty good at poker. And then he loses to Phyllis, and it comes back, and he just says, "I suck." Like that's. <laughs> so I was like, "This is me after picking the first two games and feeling very confident about both picks." But then. You're going to spend the first hour of the show trying to figure out the four channel numbers. Well, I just can't find TNT. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm putting. I don't have Spectrum. <laughs> yeah. uh, T39. All right, thank you. You could have just chimed I in I forget there which one you're using. Five I, minutes ago. Not, uh, True is 995. 
TBS is 239. It is not 239. Or nine, uh, 939, I'm sorry. Are you not an HD, are you? Um, I just typed in what you told me. 939, sorry. 939, there we go. That's TBS. That's not TNT. Oh, so well. We're all for two here. Well, that's a, that's a channel with a game on it. I, that's the game. That's the channel that I'm on, oh. Trevor. I'm asking you what TNT is. Well, this show's there we go. The 925. <laughs> 308. You were so confident. This too. show is Both off the rails lines. at 308. 939. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be off the rails from the beginning. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm supposed to be working right now for the other gig. Uh, I'm trying to keep in tabs with them because they're in the midst of sprinting for Furman Virginia coverage. Uh, so we're going to be talking about, it's just going to be a nonsensical show. You know what you're getting into, though. If you're listening yeah. here, congratulations. That's what this is going to be. Uh, we've got Missouri leading Utah State now 44-41. We'll flip over to that game with 13-27 to play. But the story of the day already, Virginia not just losing to Furman, but spitting the bit in the final moments. If you missed it. I did a little bit, yeah. If, if you missed it, Virginia comes back. Furman looked like they had him on the ropes. Virginia uh, scores a couple of times. They take a three-point lead. Furman misses a three-pointer with, like uh, I think, like 12 seconds to go. Mm. It looks like it's over at that point. You foul Kia Clark. We all know Clark, very clutch, comes down, misses the first free throw, hits the second. So Furman's down by two. By, no, by four. Four, yeah, you're right. Furman right. comes down, attempt to dunk, kind of a eh, iffy foul call on Shedrick for Virginia. Furman makes both free throws. So then you've got like 12 seconds left. Virginia ball up by two. Kia Clark gets trapped and just throws the ball down the floor. Uh, I, I liked my guy, Dr. Dunk, tweet. Uh, he was like, You're only allowed to do that one time. In your college career, I guess. The pass that he made in the Purdue game in 2019 being the reference there. Furman intercepts the pass, comes down. J.P. Pegues drills the three to put them up by one with two seconds left. Uh, Reese Beekman gets a good look for Virginia at the buzzer, but the bank, uh, unfortunately, as it was not the case with DeAndre Hunter, is a little bit off, and Furman wins by one. I just saw a clip of, of Jalen Slauson, the Furman star, who's in the locker room, and he doesn't know he's being videoed. He's talking to one of the assistants, and he's just talking about the end, and he's like, he just... He just freaking threw it. <laughs> he just freaking threw it. And he, he, he's like doing the whole motion. It's a wild thing to have the guy. I mean, Kia Clark has become the new, like the, the butt of the old, like all the terrible. He's been in college since the Reagan administration. Like he, he's been playing college basketball for a long time. He's been the starting point guard at Virginia for five full years. And to make that mistake in, in the closing seconds of your last game, uh, I'm sure is a it, gut punch, but it's also super surprising. I remember was he a was he a freshman on the title team or on the team that lost in the, the one sixteen game? He was a freshman on the title team. Oh, okay. in twenty nineteen. I was gonna say in, in his career, would he? I, could we say he actually lost to a, th a fourteen and a, or thirteen and a, a sixteen in his college career? Maybe? No, but he lost to. That'd two, be awesome. He, he lost to uh, to two thirteens though, because they lost to Ohio a couple of years yeah. ago too with Jason Preston. Uh, that was I, I felt good about that pick. I wrote it. I, I'm, I'm glad that I made like. That was like that in the VCU pick. I'm like, these are my two strongest opinions. I think Furman's going to beat Virginia. They don't have Ben Vanderplas. Furman can beat them with their outside shooters. And they did it without, if you remember the guy who killed us a couple of years ago when they when they beat us at the Yum Center, Mike Bothwell. He fouls out. He's in foul trouble the whole game. He fouls out with like eight minutes left to go. It's basically just the Jalen Slauson show for Furman. So they knocked off Virginia with really limited contributions from their best scorer. So very impressive. I don't think they're going to win a second game, but... Man, what a start. I mean, this is all you can ask for for the opening window. It. The first game, 8-9, I think you and I are both kind of like, eh, Maryland, West Virginia don't do a whole Told lot for us. West Virginia didn't belong. I mean, they, <laughs> come on, they lost by two. No, not only that, they cost me my one of my spread madness Oh, season. that's right. You yeah. had the spread. I had a minus two goal. And you know who had uh, Maryland in this spread madness? Who? Just take a guess. TJ? No, even worse than that. Roush? Scoots. <laughs> oh, no. 
Little bastards getting on my nerves. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, if you've got thoughts on the tournament or anything else, hit us up on the Thornton's text line today. It's 502-414-1450. And a reminder, Thornton's giving you 32-ounce drinks or smaller for just 89 cents for a limited time. Stop into any one of the 79,659 area Thornton's locations. Get a great drink for a great price, 89 cents, and then text us at 502-414-1450. I Pop. can't believe Scoot said Maryland. Uh, well, it's, it's all blind draw, so. I know, but still. But TJ has Providence, makes, but yeah. So. That, that makes it even more crazy. I know. And my, only last, my last surviving thing in March, at least in terms of money on the line, other than the games I bet, is currently Kentucky. Um, oh, God. On one hand, I love seeing the upset with Berman. On the other, this means already within two hours of the tournament starting, we're already going to get there goes my bracket. Oh, yeah. Was that, like, anybody do, really had Virginia going that far anyway? People do that all the time now. It's like a joke. Like, it just, it's, it, I think the people who also get annoyed by that kind of annoy me now. Like, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a reverse annoyance. I'm just like, okay, we, we get it. I should have started doing it when West Virginia lost. Like, there it goes. Oh, everybody. No, people, people do it as a joke after the first four games now. Like, oh, okay, I'm like, it's, do they? It's, it's played out at this point. It's been I mean, like it was, 10 years. It's been played out for longer than that. Exactly. It's just, yeah. But both the... There goes my bracket, and also the I'm mad about there goes my bracket. It's just let people do whatever they want to do. It's fine. <laughs> we get it. All, all angles have been covered. It's the NCAA tournament. But we did have we got Utah State now taking a two-point lead on Missouri. I felt pretty good about Missouri here, even though Utah State emerged as the betting favorite because, look, we saw it last night. The Mountain West can't win in this tournament. Nope, they Nevada suck. loses by a billion points to Arizona State. They've now lost 10 consecutive games as a conference in the NCAA tournament, but Utah State hanging tough, and they take a two-point lead here with 10:44 to play. We had Howard hanging tough with Kansas. I was getting, I, I was like, that was that was yeah. I was gonna, I need to look that score up. Kansas up by 13 and a half. Okay. Uh, for a while there, I was like, if we have a 13 and a 16 winning in the same, I, I'm gonna have to leave the show. Like, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm going to have to go write about this. They're not gonna let me get away with not writing about a 16 beating a one. Um, but I'll do it just like when Harry Dole passed out. Radio. Fly ball. Fly ball. Caught. Caught. Shot. <laughs> made. Made. <laughs> Point. Texas. Uh, so we've got that to look forward to. We'll have another one seed playing while we're on the air today. Uh, Alabama, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi will be approximately a 315 tip off. Well, we got a couple of good games that are going to happen while we're on the air. Um, Charleston, San Diego State should be a fun one. Classic 512 matchup. Princeton, Arizona might not finish by the time that we're we're done, but that'll tip off around 410. And then Illinois, Arkansas at 430. I got a lot on that game because I got I Arkansas. Say, that's... You got the Razorbacks in the Final Four. That's how I'm going to feel with Duke Oral Roberts tonight where I'm like, I, I, I want a good game, but I also, I've got Oral Roberts in the bleeping Final Four. I kind of need him to win here. I actually talked to Scoots last night about he was, he was doing the uh, congratulations to mail on their win today, by the way. You know uh, 91-58, I believe, over <laughs> Breathitt County, and they hit a state tournament record 15 three-pointers, the Bulldogs, firing on all cylinders at the moment. I asked Kelsey's know how to shoot the ball. That's what can I Damn say. Damn right. Shooters know how to shoot. Must have been that KS bar trip. So, so, <laughs> it must have been that. It must have been the food. Damn right. Uh, so I was, I don't, I don't, and I don't know why it came up, but I mentioned my final four. I, I think I mentioned I had Indiana in my final four, just you know, like, hey, I, I'm riding the bandwagon of your Hoosiers. But real quick, my wife, without she did not listen to the show yesterday, she's got Indiana in the national title game. Oh, I, I was yeah. like, Trevor's gonna love it. We're kindred spirits, clearly. <laughs> and so, so that's why you have my kid? That's why. That's why. Like, yeah, I didn't have to be. I didn't even know her to have it conceived. Didn't even have to have him. <laughs> that's how. That's how incredible I am. Religious. So I and I mentioned in the end, and I don't know why I was like, yeah, I've got him be uh, playing Arkansas. He goes, I have Arkansas in the Final Four. I'm like, 
I mean, should I be confident now that Scoots has the same final, like almost the same final four that as I do? I guess, man. Everything's coming up Scoots. I mean, he's days. beating me and everything else is, is March. This has been like the worst basketball, college basketball season for me ever. We've all had a tough like, Nothing one. is going right. I mean, it, the Eagles had to have won that Super Bowl because, I mean, otherwise, it's just, it's just. I didn't want to say this out loud because you're right. Like, it has been just a woeful college basketball. I mean, obviously, Louisville winning four games is something that none yeah, of us I thought mean, we'd ever see. Lead, but yeah. to see it happen in the like ACC being as down as it is, seeing like how bad the schedule has been and all this stuff, seeing how open college basketball has been and to have us not even be in the conversation has made it doubly hard. And for a while there, I was like, you know, the only saving grace here is that Kentucky sucks too. But now I'm. I'll say it out loud, and I don't want to speak this into existence. I know I'm running that risk, but there's a part of me that's like, the only thing better than having like a, a fantastic year where you're good the whole season and then you, you make a run in the NCAA tournament is when your hopes are kind of diminished and you make a crazy run. Like our run in 2012, where we won the Big East tournament four games, four days, and then went to the Final Four, was like, like one of the most fun months that I've ever had as a fan in any sport because it was so unexpected. It came out of nowhere. And there's a part of me that's like, because the sports world, especially college basketball, is so against us right now, UK is going to rip off like four wins over the next couple of weeks. I'm almost expecting it at this point. Yeah, you one of those eight-seed runs they made. They've like, got that draw. Yeah. like Because that the, the 2014 run, it obviously hurt because they beat us, but also because like they had spent our entire national championship offseason being like, glad you got that one. The Twins are coming. Keep calm. The Twins are coming. Your guys are gone now. It's our world. And then they sucked. And we were really good. They underachieved, if anything. Yeah, yeah. and so like we're like, okay, cool. Like your, your day's over. Congrats, you had your run. Keep talking about these recruiting classes. You had a generational talent in Anthony Davis. You're never going to do that again. And then they beat us, and they go to the Final Four, and damn near win the whole thing. Like that was, it was very difficult to stomach. And I don't want that to because now we're kind of doing this thing where all of us are like, you know, kind of looks like cows on the downslope. And UK fans are, are sort of like, kind of looks like down, cows on the, the, the downslope. Like, we want to get this guy out of here. And he's one magical runaway from pulling them all back in because they got that class coming in next year. So we really, just for the, all of our collective mental health, we need UK to not make it past the Sweet 16. And, and, and God, people root for it because I, I need my mental health because clearly my physical health is gone. Yeah, you and me both. I've lost. I mean, that, that, there's, that's, that's a lost cause. That that was left that that train has left the station many a miles ago. Three ten to Yuma. It's six forty five right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is also before we get back to some general discussion. This is the ten year anniversary, and we've been doing a lot of like ten year anniversary stuff. But but this the past is, the, is better than the present. You're not wrong. <laughs> this is the ten year anniversary of our Big East championship game comeback win over Syracuse. Oh nice! And it's so weird to call it a comeback win. Don't I was talking about this with with Doug Davenport the other day. It technically is a comeback. We're down by 16 like at the first under TV timeout in the second half, and then we win by 17. People are like, yeah, it's a comeback. You won by 17. You won going away. Uh, but that's how crazy that run was. Out of nowhere, boom, 27-3 run. I, I still have never seen anything like that. I, I know the tournament is the big prize there, and our memories from 2013, certainly, uh, a lot of them have to do with the, the, the big dance in March. But that game, I think, is almost as fondly held in a lot of people's minds, as some of the NCAA tournament wins, just because the last Big East tournament, at least as we knew it, our last year in the tournament for sure, it felt like all the you know the universe was coming together for this great Syracuse send off. You know they're, they're they're one of the teams you think of when you think of the Big East. They're in New York. They got more fans. They're playing great. Uh, they're knocking off a, a top team in us. 
and then boom, not only we're beating you, we're kicking the absolute bleep out of you and making you like cry in your last game in the Big East, and then we go on and win the national title. That was a, a, a terrific night. Uh, it was ten years ago. Went to Hikes Point Lounge afterwards. It was I was fantastic. in the hospital. That's right, you were in the I hospital. I spent the whole Big East set term because I had my gallbladder <laughs> I taken out. About yeah, that story. I, 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 I want to say the surgery was like the day before the oh, first game or something. I'm yeah, so sorry. And they kept and I was so mad because I just wanted to go home. I was like, I feel better. Let me leave. I've got like, to watch. Here. I've yeah. got to watch the game. I want to watch these games in peace, especially by the time we got to the title game, which was you know on Saturday. And I think my mom said my surgery was like on a Wednesday, and they're like, "We'll get you out of here as soon as we you're ready." I'm like, "I'm ready." <laughs> Like you had the gallbladder, it's gone. <laughs> let me go. Slap another one in there and let me yeah. out of here. Let me Is out that of how it here. works? I'm set to walk out of here with just, just walk out myself. <laughs> I mean, good lord, it's not like I need to stay and pay the bill. The real gall <laughs> here is you not letting me out of the damn hospital. Um, they didn't. They didn't let me eat for like three days before my surgery. How'd that go? Oh man, it was I, every every food commercial that would come on the TV was just such a nasty tease. I was so hungry. I think he was making fun of me because the whole time like he, he came to visit me like the day before my surgery and I'd already been fasting for like two days. Uh-huh. And like, all I could just say, all I could just think about, he's talking to me and all, all my mind's going, I want a big Montana from Arby's. Just crank. You're, you're, like, just, a, you're like a pregnant woman I later. Just, I, just, I need a beer. I want a half pound roast beef, big Montana from Arby's. So 10 years later to this day, he'll still tease me about the big Montana. You're going to get a big Montana? Man, oh, it's a big Montana mood. Dude, uh, the <laughs> so I, I, sorry, I, I'm seeing now people are tweeting about more of this firm in Virginia. First of all, the, the call. I know you were in the car. Okay, did you, did I, you get a chance to hear Kevin I, Harlan's call? I, you know what? I just let me. I just I was watching it on a loop while we were talking. Play the clip. Ago. Play the clip. Let me refine it again. Hold on. And uh, I, I was because I can send it to you. The real version quick I heard you. was. Um, West, it wasn't Harlan. It was someone in Will Purdue calling the well, game. Let me send you the clip that I've got because okay. I got it in front of me right now. But the oh, well, wait, is this? Let me just send it to you because I, I know this for sure is the right one. But while we're while you're doing that, the best part of the video, if you watch it, is they show that they pan to the Furman crowd right after the shot, and there's a guy in a there's like everyone's going nuts. There's an old guy in a white beard who just is staring out in the abyss and just goes, "What the?" and says the f word like very loud. <laughs> that's his only reaction. But Kevin Harlan's call of the of the moment is great. There, uh, when I saw the video, the only thing that caught my eye was I loved how everyone's wearing the purple bucket hats. Oh yeah, yeah. and it, it, it's an ends. Well, there's an AEW reference that's uh, one of the uh, one of the wrestlers. Well, heel wears a purple bucket hat, and his catch line is like, "I like this hat." <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of a running gag, but all right, play the call. I do not Why are there two going at the same time? Yeah, here? what is that? Do you have some, you have, I think you have two playing on your computer. Okay, hold on, let me, let me see. But the, you missed the cutoff right at the best part where he's like, Did we just see what I think we saw? It's a great call. Kevin Harlan's on top of it as always. He's right, the we're, man. we're going for this one more time. All right, let's do it again. Hold on. Why do I keep getting. This is classic Big X here. This is okay. Big X versus Tech. Clark in a straight check. Oh, he didn't need to do that. He threw it away. Hing, Pickies. I did the, the best. I don't know why I'm keep getting double audio. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. But. I, I know. I'll tell you this right now. The because uh, I'm like, oh, I closed all the other windows. The uh, the best part of that listening on the broadcast as I was driving, 
was when he said the name Pegues. I was like, Mike Pegues? Mike Pegues. That's the first thing I thought is, Pegues for three! <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Mike Pegues, mid-major guy. Oh, it was my ESP. I had the ESPN scoreboard. Nah, That's it, what it was. I knew it was something. I was like, where is that? I was driving me nuts. I did kind of for a second there. I was like, are they related? And then I was like, no, Mike Pegues has small children. <laughs> well, it could be like a... You don't know. They could be like a young brother. I looked it up. He's, they're not, they're not okay. related. <laughs> I mean... His parents could have got a little frisky after everybody else left the house. You don't know that. Uh, did not happen. Uh, J.P. Vegese has a big game for Furman. Uh, they are the early stars of the tournament, pulling the 13-4 upset. Uh, we're underway on CBS, by the way, as Alabama off to a 9-2 lead over Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Have you seen now? Like, So last night, and we knew this was going to be a thing. I think the this is not a unique take, but the biggest opponent for Alabama in this, in this tournament might wind up being all the attention they're going to get for off the court stuff like the, the they're going to play in Birmingham these first two games they're going to have a friendly media they're going to have a friendly crowd but as you start to advance the the media attention is going to intensify you're going to have you know some national news outlets that don't typically pay attention to sports that are involved in this just because it's a it's a newsworthy story the questions are going to be tougher people are going to be looking for their their moment on TV the fans are going to get more critical and I do wonder if that's going to wind up weighing too heavily on them to win a national title. But there was a, a story last night from the New York Times coming out and saying a, a fourth player, <clears throat> Kai Spears, was actually at the scene of the crime. Again, he was in the car, uh, in, in Brandon Miller's car, and Spears comes out today and says definitively, like, I have one thing to say. This is his statement on Instagram. The report in the New York Times was 100% inaccurate. The writer had complete disregard for the truth. I'm trying to process and cope with these false statements that somehow have been published and then seen by so many. I'm so thankful to Alabama Athletics for refuting it on my behalf. And more than anything, I remain completely heartbroken by the tragic death that occurred that night. So Alabama comes out, definitively says, this is just straight bogus. He wasn't there. We know he wasn't there. Spears comes out himself, says, I wasn't there. If so, that's a big bleep up by the Times. But it just it's another piece of evidence that this is going to continue to be a thing that follows them. They've tuned it out so far, and they won the conference tournament. They've been good. But, I mean, when you get, like, the biggest of stage, the, the the Final Four, and you've got national news agencies talking about this, and it becomes, like, you know, all the debate, the scream at each other debate shows on ESPN that are only talking about football 350 days of the year are going to be debating the morality of college basketball as if Stephen A. Smith has been paying attention to this at all, you know, for the oh, last three man, months. Like, but be, you know that's going to happen, right? I mean, the soapboxes and high horses it's gonna be, be, just it's be, gonna be terrible. terrible. They'll be handed out at the door in Bristol, Connecticut all weekend. I mean, this program should be banned yeah. for five years. But welcome and, you know. to ESPN. Would you like a high horse or a soapbox for your show? But it's going to be everybody. Like, <laughs> I mean, everybody's I know. going to do this. I, um, I mean, if you're the I mean, New York Times, I mean, I mean, you're going to come forward that you got to have like some kind of proof, right? You'd think. I, I mean, mean, like a photo of the kid. I mean, and, and I mean, I, I get the kid. I mean, I don't know how Alabama's going to like be like, he wasn't there. We, we know for a fact, like, you didn't. You don't know Jack. First of all, in Alabama, so I don't know how much I trust you. But I'll take the kids' word. I don't it. know who to trust at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm willing to find out by by the time we get to the final four that Nate Oates was the one actually driving the car. I mean, he, yeah, he's like, <laughs> Nate Oates is the one who called for the hit. I mean, he was having some sort of relationship with this woman. Like at this point, like well, I don't. I, don't I wouldn't no be idea. surprised. Yeah, if we find out Nick Saban was there too. Maybe I don't know. You, you I mean, can't tell me anything that I won't believe at this point. I'm like, well. Kind of checks out. I don't. I don't know. It's, yeah, I've given up all like sense of reality with this story, but I, I don't know how much of a distraction it can be at least at this point. But I, I would like. I mean, yeah. Once you especially get past the first weekend, like you said, and we get to the Sweet Sixteen, you start getting more media that isn't just Alabama related or even just college basketball in that bubble. 
you, yeah, you're you're gonna start getting like a TMZ guy or whatever. Oh, they're already doing it. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna know that. But it's, all it's going to intensify. Yeah, because sure. it, it was right now that you're getting you're gonna get more. Like you said, when you get Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, and and, and further, you get more and more media in that room. You get more and more yeah. media at the press conferences. And it's um, yeah. I mean, it's gonna. I don't know how much of a distraction it would be, as much as maybe an annoyance to some of the players, especially if you're coming off like a, you know, I don't know who they, they'd play in the Sweet Sixteen. I guess that would be maybe Berman, for all I know. Uh, and then, you know they get a win, and they're gonna they're getting nothing but questions about this. Still, I mean that's that's when it's got to be start getting aggravating, or especially if they do lose during the Sweet Sixteen and they start getting nothing but questions about Brandon Miller. Was it a distraction, Coach? I mean he's it's going to be the press conferences could be entertaining. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot, and like so far Miller has acted like this is something that does not bother him at all. Like he's almost played better since this whole thing became a, a big story. But we'll see if that can last. I mean he's still. He's still a freshman. Speaking of Sweet 16, real quickly, a couple program announcements. Mail will play after dominating today. They will play tomorrow at 1.30. That will be live on 94.7 FM, one of our sister stations. Purdue uh, tomorrow playing at 6.50. That will be right here on the Big X. IU plays at 9.55. We'll also have that on the Big X. And then Saturday, Rock Creek, not Silver Creek, not my guys. Uh, They're going to play Saturday at 11 o'clock. We'll have that here on the Big X. And then the Sweet 16, the Kentucky Sweet 16 semifinals, uh, Saturday at 1.30. Whether or not Mail is playing, we're going to have that on the Big X as well. So all of your local high school basketball action, all of your semi-local college basketball action with Purdue and Indiana, Right here on the Big X or over on 94.7. We got you covered this week. You that's why I got to write this down. You think I would have known it? I'm pretty sure you've got the same email that I do. Oh, I'm checking my email in yeah, a minute. I'm not surprised. I didn't have to know it. I knew that we had Southern Indiana tomorrow. So I was glad. The only, thing I, the only question that you answer for me is what channel mails get moved to. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you never know the times or the stations. <laughs> you just know that like, we've got the games on one of our stations. I know. Well, I know the time. I usually don't know the teams. I know, which doesn't help anybody when we're trying to, to relay the Hey, when it comes to my side of the gig, I don't need to know the teams. I just need to know what time and who, if, who to put them on the air. I know, it, which <laughs> helps us out not at all in, in, in these reads. No, no. Radio Trevor doesn't help. I know. we got to go to break when we come back. I'm the curtain Trevor. He's all good. We'll take some text <laughs> from you guys at 502-414-1450. It's the Thornton Sex Lines. Happy Match Martinist to you. Match Martinist text lines. Good Lord. Is I'm that a Rutherism? It's a Rutherism right there. <laughs> <laughs> Happy March Madness to you. We'll take a break. We'll come back here on 1450 and Back in Thursday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961 The Big X. I just saw, I think I, I, I'd seen this earlier in the day, but I'd forgotten about it. Today is actually the five year anniversary on this day exactly that Virginia lost to UMBC in the first ever 16 1 upset in the history of the NCAA tournament. So that national title is doing a lot of heavy lifting for Virginia's I, postseason resume <laughs> over in the Tony Bennett Well, it's era. not awesome. I mean, it is in the Tony Bennett. I mean, you're a Virginia fan, and, I mean, we all just here, if you live locally, you just basically say lock. But, I mean, it's, it's not that. I mean, look look throughout the Ralph Sampson days. I mean, the, throughout the eight, I mean, they have constantly, 
that one national title is holding, you talk about just the weight of the Tony Bennett, but just the history of Virginia basketball and the amount of choking they've constantly done throughout the entire program's career uh, history. And it is, like, like their run of the, the national title is one of the, I, I don't want to use the word fluky, but it's one of the most insane runs of all time. First of all, you forget, they were down by, by double digits to Gardner-Webb in the 116 game that year. Like they, it was their it was their largest deficit of the entire season was their halftime deficit against Gardner Webb. They almost did it again. Then they're they're down in the second half against Oregon. They they're dead to rights against Purdue in the Elite Eight. They're down with you know like with well, one point two yeah. seconds left. You know they, it's it's a, a, the young a center. insane sequence of events for them to win that game. Then they get a I, mean, I think it was the right call, but still kind of an iffy foul call in the final seconds that leads them to a victory over Auburn in the Final Four in a game that looked like Auburn. I mean. The Auburn kids on the they're going to Tumor's corner and they're they're raining toilet paper all in the trees like they thought that they'd won, and then the national title game you get kind of another fluky crazy out of bounds call well, the, against Texas the, the Tech. invention of a, of a replay that, yeah. that we still see now I mean it was like the first time we'd seen the old the fingertip is yeah, touching it thing a, it was a super weird thing you never would have gotten that call I like the uh, a couple of years earlier rule that that was just that that counts it's, as, yeah it, it should be but I mean it was a like they trailed by I think they trailed with less than four seconds to go in all three of their last three wins it was an insane run and if you don't have that run let's say they lose the game to Purdue or they lose the game to Oregon or God forbid they lose the game to Gardner Webb like they are the ultimate March choke artists. and they still kind of are, even oh, though they, they, even though they, they won a national are, title, yeah. which is crazy. That just goes to show how overwhelmingly bad they've been in this tournament outside of one run. To, to be labeled as a perennial choker when you have a national title that was just four years ago is kind of crazy. But they're definitely building on that reputation. Spe- I mean, speaking this, of, oh, go ahead, go ahead. This is stretch: one seed, semi, uh, Sweet Sixteen; two seed, second round; one seed, regional final. Five seeds, second round. One seed, first round. I mean, that was... And the regional final, they that, lost to a 10-seeded Syracuse team that was not yeah, good at all. That was the stretch up to the national title game. And the Syracuse game, they were up by like six with a minute left and just totally choked. Syracuse pre- started pressing, and they were like, well, we don't know what to do with the press. Um, they just... They do such un-Virginia things when they get to the NCAA tournament. Uh, it's wild to follow. But speaking of following trends, Utah State now trailing Missouri by eight. A loss would be the 11th straight for the Mountain West in this conference, in this, in, in this tournament. Uh, Missouri... Seems to be taking control here. We got three other games going. Alabama up twenty-two to fifteen on Corpus Christi. Kansas up by twenty-one now, deep in the second half uh, against Howard and Charleston. Up early over San Diego State, another Mountain West team, ten to six with uh, thirteen and change to play in the first half. There, uh, I had I picked Charleston too. By the way, did you? I yeah. ended up going with San Diego State just because the matchup. I but I would not be shocked if Charleston won. Yeah, I think that might be the one game we're going to be watching here soon. I think you're probably right. I think yeah. The looks, other two are one. It looks like games. Kansas is kind of pulling away, which is expected. This game will be over here before we know it. And uh, yeah, Alabama. I mean, they're keeping it close, as you said. It looks like it's seven points now, but I, I feel by second half they'll pull that one away as well. So I had Virginia, a little three year old Virginia, do a bracket yesterday. We've done it. We did when she was a baby. We had her do it by like Cheerios, like I said the other day, and. It was you know it was a war and like last year her cousin basically did it together like they, Virginia's not paying attention Audrey kind of helped out it was kind of kind of a hybrid but this was the first time we sat down and you know I'm just like Gonzaga or believe and like you know she would just like say a name and it, she would lose focus we'd have to take a couple breaks but we finally got there <laughs> we finally got we got we got there and her final four ended up being West Virginia which RIP you lost the very first game that's <laughs> not great. Virginia, did you not hear a word I said? West Virginia didn't belong. Listen, Uncle Trevor. Yeah. She had West Virginia, 
Gonzaga, Marquette, and Colgate. Big Colgate girl. Well, I mean, hey, I, we, she did listen to me on at least one of those, I guess. I like, I mean. She ended up taking Gonzaga over Marquette in the in the national title game. You used Colgate uh, toothpaste. Maybe that's why she had her. I don't know what, it, I guess, I don't know what. I couldn't pick any sort of, like, she wouldn't, for a while there, I was like, oh, she'll just pick the, the first or last team that I'll say. Yeah. But there was no method to her madness. Like, she picked, in the first bracket, we had both Virginia and West Virginia. So she picks West Virginia. She picks Virginia, and I'm like, it's her name. She's going to have both these teams going. And second round, she's got Virginia losing and West Virginia advancing all, all the way to the final. I was like, I, I don't know what's going through her mind right now. I never do. She likes the extra. She likes the, 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 the little twist of having West on her name. I guess. I don't know what's going on. Uh, we Speaking of not knowing what's going on with her, we did have her first. She made her soccer debut last night. Oh, so, so how did Pele do? Not great. No, no, no bicycle kicks. She came in with a lot of intensity, was very excited for soccer, sprinted to the field. You know, during like the little warm up, she's just like all the kids like are they're kicking their little balls around, just kinda of going crazy. And then she's like, Soccer is tiring. I'm like, Well, you're not even doing anything you're yet. <laughs> and then they divided them in, into like teams. Like one coach went with one team, the other went with the other. Oh. And Virginia like I'm she's young. She's still three. I keep trying to remind myself of this. But I'm growing concerned. She's like literally the only one who just refuses to listen to the coach. Like the coach is telling them what to do. She's just like kicking her ball, going off by herself. No, not at all. Which is why it's so like I'm. I I, I need to talk. I need help with this because I get. I'm already getting very frustrated with this, and I think it's because as a, especially as a kid, especially as a younger kid, but always with sports, I was very much like a rule follower. I was very much like if you. I was listening to the coach. I was doing what they were saying. I was trying to, even if I didn't like really agree or get it, I was trying my best to do what somebody was telling me to do. And Virginia could not be more opposite. Like whether it's me, whether it's the teachers, whether it's her mom, like she just very, like if she's, she's in her own world and like she's kicking the ball, she's going off. And I'm like, Virginia, pay attention to the coach. Virginia, pay attention. And she's like coming over and she's like, I want to go to Chick-fil-A. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I get that she's three, but like I'm already having like the angry sports dad moments where I'm like, you got to listen. Um, in her defense, I'd probably rather have Chick-fil-A than, than watch soccer. Well, you guys have a lot in common. <laughs> I mean, Chick-fil-A's good. I imagine you, three-year-old Trevor at soccer, being very similar. Oh, I, well, one, I didn't play soccer. But yeah, young Trevor was the opposite of what you described. I was, hey, coach, shove it. Like, a six-year-old says that. I'm not shocked at all. There's <laughs> nothing about that that shocks me. But so at the end, she's, she's kind of, like, besides that, she kind of was doing okay. At the end, they did like, they tried to do like a little kind of like mini game. where like, you know, four kids are on one side, four kids on the other. We're going to have one ball. And she's not listening to this at all. So she has no idea what's going on when they actually start playing. And she's she has a meltdown because like she wants to kick her own ball. Like every, every, I'm like, well, they're playing with one ball. And she has like a full-on toddler tantrum and my mom she keeps saying like she's like this is the age where it's bad she'll grow out of it you know it's, it's going to be fine but like i i've she's just out of nowhere snap of a finger has gotten to this point where she just is just inconsolable and that was the end of soccer so she's like she's freaking out she's throwing herself down she's like crying so i kind of like take her down try to quiet her down and then while this is happening like soccer practice ends like it comes to an end and so then she sees that it's over and flips out even more she's like i just want to play soccer and i'm like oh my god I don't know how to handle it. Like, she just is, the last week and a half, she's been on a different planet, and it's becoming, I'm like, I, I'm hoping this is normal. I'm assuming this is normal, but, like, she just, she's still very sweet most of the time, but, like, my goodness. I mean, she told us she didn't want parents last week, like, out of nowhere, and she's like, I don't know. Hey, just a little NyQuil and then and, and the juice so will we'll calm her down. I don't know. It's just, I, we need something. I mean, I think she's not sleeping. I don't know. But it was, but it didn't, soccer ended in tears. It had some good moments, but. 
not great. We're going to try it again next week. Well, will you be coaching soccer at some point? No, I mean, I'm on the radio when this is going to be happening usually. Oh, okay. We were off early yesterday. I got a chance to swing by. I made it for most. So I'll, I'll like swing by at the very end from this point forward uh, unless we can get off for some reason. But uh, I will not be coaching. I mean, down the line. I, can, I mean, my dad My dad coached most of my teams when I was growing up. I mean, my uncle coached all my – well, he coached my basketball, my baseball. I don't remember who coached me. Dad coached me – he always was baseball and basketball. He didn't coach football because he said – he's like, I didn't play. He's like, I played one year in high school. I don't feel – I'm like, Dad, look at some of these other coaches. You, you could, If you wanted to, you can coach football. It's Basically, that's the one sport I didn't really play when I was growing up. I, I played like one year of flag football, and that was it. And I'm not like – You probably should have. I mean, my, yeah, my, my, my frame at that age was not meant for flag football. It's like I – I, I'm, I, that's for like the speedy skinny kids. I want the one where I can actually hit people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd like to coach at some point, especially with John. But Virginia, I don't know. I, I don't know if I have the patience. What's also soccer too? I mean, yeah. Like, what are you gonna I mean? I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, just like, okay, everybody, don't touch the ball unless you're the goalie. I think that's a big part of it. I mean, that's pretty much all you can teach them. That's a big part of it. What's their team name? The Wind. It's not really. They don't have like teams or anything. It's just. It's <laughs> they like, have, a, they have a team name? No, it's like it, it's like soccer. It's, it's like a little like they just have like practices. Like they try to. They're like they're three and two years old. Like so they're trying to like teach them like about soccer. They don't actually like go out there and have like. Full what are you talking and about? In some countries, by three years old, they're already playing organized leagues in soccer. Nah, not here. <laughs> I think that, I think it starts at like four and five. So there's, it's very much Good not. Good at a Columbia and tell them a three-year-old is not doing taking soccer seriously. You get shot. Uh, we got a final here. Missouri is going to top Utah State, 76-65. to 65. Again, continues. Mountain West just cannot get it done in the NCAA tournament. We'll have San Diego State trying to break that streak, although they trailed Charleston by four uh, about midway through the first half. The other one seeds are, appear to be in control of their game. So a nice little break in the action. You can listen to us talk. That's, that's the best of both worlds. <laughs> Yeah, watch college basketball. We got, we're breaking down the three-year-old soccer league. Let's talk about Trenton Flowers. Let's talk about, yeah. He's committing tomorrow at 530. We'll have that on the air tomorrow. I think he's going to. I, I like that, like, some of the recruiting riders. And we, say, is, we, we don't have any, like, we're just assuming it is us, right? Well, I was about to say, I like how the recruiting riders will do this thing late in the game. They've all been logging their predictions for he's going to go to Louisville. He's going to go to Louisville. But they don't want it take the announcement away from the kid because a lot of these times the people that are feeding them this information you know they they want the kid to have their moment but they also want to stay in the know and also so they're all like now they're trying to do this thing where it's like Louisville's the leader but Creighton's been trying and I'm like he's he's going to pick Louisville like just they're all like we think he's going to be Louisville but anything can happen in recruiting I'm like just you're telling us it's Louisville if if it's not Louisville you're wrong you can just you can say that but uh, it's this is a tough that's a tough line to, to, to walk when you because you do want you don't I mean this is for some this could be because you don't know I mean hopefully in the, in Trenton well, you know his is this case it Trent Flowers case it isn't but in some cases you know the player this might be the highlight because maybe they don't they don't match the the you know the accolades that they had coming into college and yeah, you never know this could be literally the highlight of his of his life his career this could be his Al Bundy four touchdowns in one game moment could be. And yeah, I mean, I guess, but then again, I mean, I guess just because the internet's talking about it, it doesn't ruin it too much. But these kids, the kids they love are just so dependent on what the internet tells them that they, I guess it would. Yeah. So. I guess. There's our first distraction of the day. No, I'm just, yeah. I'm... You're, you're, you're writing. You're, you're, you're putting a post up. Uh, underdogs now are 3 and 0 straight up and 3 and 0 against the spread in the first round of the NCAA tournament so far. All these underdogs. It's going to be a wild and wacky month, Trev. That's what we're saying. That's what we're finding out. I love wacky. You do. Thornton Sex Lines, 502-414-1450. A couple of texts here. Texter says, uh, 
Nice lock on Maryland Scoots big money. Did Scoots guarantee? Not only did he draw the name, he was all about the bet, apparently. He probably was just jumping on it because he drew him, though. He loves Kevin Willard. He does. He loves he loves Maryland. Uh, him, and, him and John Renshaw both are big Maryland guys. Texas says, ha, 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 Kia Clark, you dumb POS, suck it, nerd. It's <laughs> a lot, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do feel a little bad for him. I mean, I do a little bit. I mean, he, he, Grant, he won a national title. You can never take that away from him. But, well, tell but, that to some little player. Well, you, you can't. <laughs> but you... Like that's going to be a thing that lasts a long time. Your last year, I think a lot of people will remember the pass. It's, I mean, it's it's almost more of a defining moment than the shot itself because it's just such a like, what are you doing? Like, what a weird play. Uh, and he also missed a free throw down the stretch too. Like, that's going to be something that probably eats at him for the rest of his life. It's us, but and that's part of March. It happens. This ha- it's not he's not alone in this. There are a lot of people who make mistakes that just you can never really get over and. It's uh, yeah. You're right. That's March. It gives you joy, and it takes it away. It's a very thin line. March is a very cruel mistress. Texas Trev was right about West Virginia and LOL at lock. <laughs> Told you what. They, they, had, they had no business in this tournament. I bet you, you know, I bet you, you know what it could have maybe covered that spread and won that game? Clemson. Well, they lost to Morehead State last night in the NIT. Well, that's because they didn't care. <laughs> Did you see Preston Spreland and Teddy Valentine get into an ass back? As soon as I seriously comes in, I was like, maybe I should look up to make sure they won last night or not. Because I had no idea. got beat by Morehead State. Yeah, I was first like, I, I, I knew that's going to happen. As soon as I said that, I was like, you know what? I bet they lost last night. But have you seen the video that I'm talking about where Preston Spradlin, the Morehead coach, he and Teddy Valentine are talking, and like he gives Teddy Valentine like one of those like condescending like smacks on the ass. Oh, is that and it? Teddy smacks the bleep out of his ass, and he like walks away and turns around and like look, he gives him this look like, ow. I saw, I saw you post that video. I was wondering what that was yeah, from. from okay. last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Last night, more I, well, knocked I, off Clemson. I didn't I didn't bother turning on NIT, I'll be honest with you. If you didn't figure that out in the last 30 seconds, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, I watched. I tried to watch the first four, but I didn't. I was like, thank goodness for AEW because these first four was bad last Yeah, time. it was bad. I was like, I, I'm glad. No, I worked out perfect. I got the good games on Tuesday with no competition of wrestling. And then last night, I got the bad games. Had no problem flipping over to watch the uh, rebound mitzvah and the six-man tag that was awesome. It wasn't just a Dickinson night. No. Or or, or it was, Cassidy won. Eh, it was fairly Dickinson. It was fair. <laughs> Orange Cassidy did win, though? He did win. Good. He he, he won despite all the, the, the shenanigans that came along with Jeff Jarrett. Texas says, I don't care if they are in the ACC, screw Virginia. Oh, yeah, we don't do that. We don't we do not do the conference thing. I'm, I know. I'm I'm ne- I'll Virginia. never understand that. I, I, I guess... From a purely, like, does it benefit my team? It does because you get those units with every NCAA tournament win, and the the, the units with the money is spread throughout the conference. So, theoretically, it's in our best interest for the ACC to dominate this thing, not just because of you know perceived conference strength or anything like that, but also at the same time, on, on the flip side, bleep Virginia, and I don't really care that much. Like, I'd, I'd rather them lose. Uh, take the money away. Yeah. It's going to be fine. I enjoyed seeing Virginia lose to Furman today. Oh, it brought a smile to my face from ear to ear. I look like I look like your boy in uh, Helmholtz too when the credit card got rejected over there. Is is it just the SEC or college in general that does the whole? They're in our they're in our conference because it's I, the SEC. More I've than never seen one. I didn't hear one Steeler fan last last two years going. All right, Cincinnati, AFC North, represent. Go Bengals! Come on, people, win this game. I, you it's know, a little bit different. You don't hear that anywhere in any other pro sports or like. Is it just the SEC, right? 
It's a little bit different because I think with college football is such a unique sport in that you're, you're posturing. You have because the playoffs is only four teams, and a lot of who gets in there is subjective. So like they're you know, trying to hype up the perceived strength of your your conference is good for everybody. I kind of get it, but it's also weird because you play these teams every year. You should hate them and like acting like like when UK used to do it when they were really bad at football. Now they're just you know average at football but when they're really bad at football and they're like see Alabama winning a national title it means something to us it's like no it doesn't like that, that has no it does not reflect at all on you like we're not sitting here I guess maybe some fans are I can't speak for everybody but I'm not thumping my chest over Clemson having success in, in the playoff all these years when they've kicked our ass every single time that we played them like that's I think the only time I rooted for Clemson football ever was maybe getting the game against Alabama because I didn't I, want Alabama same. to win I was the same way because I, I was like, like I hate Alabama and th- then I think after because then after that game in 2016, 2016, like we started like hating Clemson more as time went on, and I was like, I, I can't root. Like I was, I was actively rooting against them when they played Burrow and LSU in that team. Like I, I wanted them to get smoked, and they did. Um, I mean, I was more just wanting to see a good game, I guess. I mean, like, but again, like I said, I may have rooted for them to beat Alabama, or, but I, I could have. It could have been you could have been any team in that situation. I would root for them against Alabama at that point. Same, yeah, because I wanted to see the upset or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I know, I know that we you say it, and I agree with you. You're not going to tell you how to fan, but if you're rooting for a conference rival and having and getting happy that they won while you're sitting at home, I, you might want to look in the mirror about how what kind of fan you really are. I I kind of am with you. It just it's it's always been silly to me, but what are you going to do? Uh, Texture says the Big Twelve. I don't even know what this means. It's a Utah Utes account saying the Big 12 was okay with spending money on a PR campaign to spread lies to hurt Pac-12 schools and athletes by manipulating the public as if the conference was going to collapse. This is completely bleeped up thing to do by the Big 12. This is the big story the media should focus on. (laughs) The Pac-12 blaming the Big 12 for their, like, shortcomings and something i mean apparently the big 12 hired a pr firm to put stuff out there to imply that the pac-12 was about to fall apart in an effort to i guess push pac-12 schools to join the big 12 so you comfort lime is the dumbest thing on the planet i hate it so much i i could not hate it more i'm sorry so you you feel that that ucla decided to go the big 10 because of an article they read in variety like, oh, well, good no, Lord. no, I mean, they're talking about like right now with like they they're, they're trying to push teams like Oregon to join the Big 12 by pushing out these stories that the Pac 12 is on the brink of collapse and all this stuff. No. They're not talking about the, the, the UCLA USC move, okay? That already happened, yeah. They're talking about right now. I mean, that, it's it not, you know, if you're the Pac 12, hire a PR firm to, 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 to counter their PR firm. You're in Hollywood, I mean, yeah, come on, I mean, just, just get just get Bill, Wal- Bill Walton out there and be like, it's not true. Why well, he I, already does that. Yeah. That's Conference of Champions. Do you have any idea what True TV is on Spectrum? Uh, 995. 995. God, right there at the bottom. <laughs> that, it's, hey, we had to have these four channels I watch every four years. You got years. that one. Boom. Yeah, I know. I know How did you know I, that one you didn't know TNT? No, I knew it. I said 230. Well, I know that was TBS, I guess. You're right. Yeah, you messed up. Well, I know TBS because of AEW. No, oh, well, and I, I know where I know where TNT is kind of in the guide. It's in that two twenty areas, but yeah, I forget. All right, we're focused on Charleston, San Diego State now because Kansas is destroying Howard and Alabama is all over Texas A&M Corpus Christi. This is this is nice. This is a nice little <laughs> lull for the show. I was watching the other day. I watched the other Pac twelve game. The Bill, who's the guy that does the show? The game with Bill Walton, Dave Pash. Dave Pash. You ever wonder like we're the radio version of their broadcast? 
No. Like, you're Patch and I'm Walton. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that. <laughs> Dave Patch is like a super conservative dude who doesn't believe in dinosaurs. I don't know. Well, may, I'm not saying you're him, but I'm just like... Just <laughs> the, the, the. I don't think Dave Patch would talk about half the things that I entertain on this show. <laughs> you don't think Dave Patch is a dream donger? I don't, I don't think he would tell the dream dong story. Let alone eat the dream dong or talk about whipping it out. I don't think that would that would ever happen. Speaking of uh, the dream dongs, do we have any update on? on, on no, those? I told you they sent me the. I got the automated response. They, they're oh, they're right out of the, the office, office for the next two days. Right, yes. So we'll have to find out when that giveaway is going to happen. I just want. My, I just want it for myself. I'm not worried about the listeners. We have a quick correction. Yes. Uh, mail plays tomorrow at six. In the state tournament. Well, then quarterfinals. Then that's up in the air still. Because if Rock County wins, they play tomorrow night. Or no, you say tomorrow at 6. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this can't. is what Dugan's saying. Yeah, we can't do it because of the IU. And, yeah, so. and you'll be able to hear that game on 94.7 FM, our sister station. I thought they played Saturday myself. I thought, they, I thought there was a day between them. No, they play tomorrow. There's yeah. a day between the first two games because they it's 4-4 four, four, and then 4. And then they have the... Do they do they they still do the semifinals and then I think the championship game moved to Sunday now. They used to do it all in one day. They used to yeah, they used to do the semifinals in the morning, title game at night. I think they moved that. I think now it's Sunday. It's a title game. I could be wrong about that. But I know for a brief period they at least did it on Sunday. But no, Mail will play in consecutive days now to win this thing out. And here's hoping they do. I'm rooting for them. Go, Go Bulldogs. Dogs. Go dogs. Roof, 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 roof. Uh, take a break. When we come back, we'll take some texts. A couple of L tidbits to get to. We haven't really talked to any Cardinal news. We've just been reacting to the March. NCAA tournament news of the day. <laughs> well, we got the women getting ready for Saturday night That's against Drake. Uh, we got baseball full speed ahead now. Starting conference play tomorrow. You'll be able to hear that first game at 6 on uh, 970 WGTK. And more of your texts coming up after the break. It's hour number two, and it's on the way next here on the Big X. Sweet dreams are made. I can do the ooh ooh. I can do the ooh. No, you're 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 I like the I can do them both. I'm O's. Ooh, 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 ooh. You. All right, Thursday edition of the show rolling on. Hour number two here on 1450-961, the Big X. I had this thought during the break because you know Louisville fans since basically since 2016 when we had the self-imposed ban. Every year where we haven't been in the tournament, which has been far too many, we've been like a lot of people have been like I'm. Good luck, NCAA tournament, with your ratings. I'm not watching. And then, like, the, this, the game starts, you see these same people, they're like, oh, my God, Furman. Like, I'm getting, in those first years, 2016, 2018, like, last year to an extent, certainly in 2021, I was so salty 
I'm, I'm following the tournament, but I'm like, also like, it just, it keeps hitting me how we're not involved in this. And I realized today I'm getting too used to this. Like I, I'm getting too accustomed to like locking down, just making this like a work thing, still being involved in the tournament, but just not saying, I mean, we haven't had even being in it in 2019, one and done 2017 knocked out in the second round. Like we haven't had a Louisville feeling March really since that 2015 run. And you remember like that capped off a run where, you know, 08 elite eight, 09 elite eight, 2010, we lost in the first round, 2011, we got shocked in the first round, 2012, final four, 2013 national title, 2014, sweet 16, 2015 elite eight. We just, we got into the zone where you expect every year to be a top four seed and to be winning a couple of games unless something crazy happens. And now it's like, we've won one game since that run that I described, and we're coming up on... We're due. We're getting close to it it being a decade since that 2015. It's been a decade since the national title. Mm. We're coming up on it being a decade since we've been to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. And since then, we've only been... Heard our name called on Selection Sunday twice. And the fact that I'm sitting here and, like, you know, we're like, we're still into it. We're still kind of happy. Like, we're not as upset as we used to be that we're not involved in this because we've grown too accustomed to this. And that needs to... Needs to change very quickly. Yeah, like I said, I think we're due. We're we're due for a turnaround here. So you're calling Kenny Payne tournament next year on March 16th? You're calling it. You're predicting it. I mean, if it isn't, then it's going to be the guy replacing him. Here's hoping. I mean, think about that. Like it would be until 2025 would be like our next tournament bid. That's we haven't been to the NCAA tournament this decade, and we might not be going in the first half of this decade. Mm. It just doesn't feel doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. We gotta bring down the, the the March Madness. Man. I know, but that's what I'm saying, like we're too upbeat. I just saw we when, should I, be hurting I, when we're not. I'm in looking the NCAA at maybe tournament. my favorite trending trending topic of all time, and I think it's perfect for the what you're the, what you're talking about. What is it, Grady Deck? F you all the time. Ah, uh, <laughs> greatest trend ever. I do like that the. <laughs> I love this. I do like that the Furman. So that's that's a Furman thing. I know. Oh, I, I mean, I knew who it was as soon as I saw. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't click on it because like what right. are they talking about i knew exactly what it but was. like they have the cheer and i retweeted earlier today you know the cheerleaders they all have this little thing when you make uh, free throws where they'll do like a you know u of o or something like they do the the they clap twice throw their pom-poms in the air and say f you and like it's just great <laughs> okay I, see, I saw you tweet that and i couldn't hear it i was i was on my like in the car and i'm yeah. like i was trying to listen to what they were saying i couldn't understand it that's what that's okay <laughs> It's like the I, I was talking about. What was remember back in the day when you'd get the like the the, the FSU hat, you take out the S. Yeah, or like I mean, they tell the, the the Cox hat. For yeah, stuff well, that was that was All cool, those. like in two thousand, right? Yeah, that, that was about that time, late nineties. Yeah, early I, had, I had some friends that would do that, and I was like, you know, corny, but it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, it was, it was Fordham was one of the big ones. It back, and, I remember we had backfiring when we got pulled over one time. The cops was looking at my buddy; he's got his his F U on it. That's I'm like that's not good. Yeah, maybe this is why we shouldn't be doing this, buddy. <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't say that. Um, Grady Dick also, I saw he's he was trending earlier. He's got a double double right now in the Kansas game. His first one of his career. But they they keep doing these cheers when he's around. Like they they'll say you suck and then they'll say his last name. And he was talking about in an interview this morning about how much he likes it. Like he's like I love it. He's like it makes me play better. Uh, he's he has a chance to be a real March villain. Uh, he could be he can be a superstar, but he's gonna be one of those guys that. If you're not a, unless you're a Kansas fan, you will just love to hate this month. And he's already off to a, a pretty hot start here. We'll see. Uh, we've got three games going on right now. Only one really competitive. I guess Kansas now has put a final on Howard. They win 96 to 68 
Uh, we've got Charleston and, and San Diego State tied up at 24. We've got Alabama up by 20. 50 points in the first half. They are on triple-digit watch there against uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. What did you think last night about, I don't know if you even saw this, the Fairleigh Dickinson coach, so they they beat Texas Southern pretty handily. Yeah, I've I, I watched a little bit. I kind of went I kind of back. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. But after the game, he's asked about Purdue. And, you know, a lot of times they'll the coach of these 16 seeds, they'll do the thing where it's like, you know, we're just happy to be in the dance. It doesn't matter who we play. We're going to go into this mindset. He straight up says, the more I watch Purdue, the more I think we can beat Purdue. Oh, my And I was Lord. like, it's interesting because. <laughs> One thing you say in the locker room, but not on the podium, maybe. I mean. They're, they are quite literally the smallest team in the field. They have no player taller than six foot six. <laughs> and they're going up against Zach Eady and his seven foot four monstrosity of a body. His wingspan is seven. I mean, his shoulder length is seven four. I mean, I, mean, I, I guess your game plan is like just score more on on threes than Edie can score by because like Edie's gonna get thirty plus in this game, but Fairleigh Dickinson's coach is like we think our guards are better than their guards. I like the confidence. I mean, you might not be wrong on that, by the way. But, How confident <laughs> is he? Yeah. But I mean, are you confident that you're gonna put your power forward up on your center shoulder so you can guard Edie? I mean, is that pretty much what you're gonna do? Is that allowed? If so, is, is, go I, for it. Is it allowed in basketball? I wonder. <laughs> I've seen, like, I've seen highlights from especially high school. It's become a thing where like. If you're on a fast break, like in grade school games, one kid will like throw the other kid up so he can dunk. <laughs> like give him the lift off the yeah, Exactly. Like they'll do like kind of like the dirty dancing lift, but they'll throw him <laughs> up there for a dunk. And like the place goes nuts. And, do, and like I never see it whistled for a technical or like waved off or anything. So I'm assuming it's it's legal. I mean, I remember reading, I'm watching a story once where uh, Bill Walton got teed up for throwing his shoe in the air to try to block a ball. Block a shot. See, I know you can't throw like your glove at no. a ball in baseball. And he got teed up, yeah, because he like I, in the story I was on the one of the little basketball blooper videos I used to watch and have memorized still. Like he got you know flat tired from behind, so his shoe came off, and when the shot went up, he just threw the shoe up in the air to block it, and they got teed up for it. I think he said the referee told him it was for violating the spirit of the game. So <laughs> I, I mean, but that's throwing your shoe. Yeah, I don't think we need. I need to talk to my, my cousin's husband's a ref. Maybe I should ask him. I mean, can can, can you? Use another person as a prop to, to get to get up there and block. I don't know if that's a rule. I've never seen it done. I I would assume it because like, you can't do it. it. You, know, you can't do it in football where like you can't like throw somebody up to block a field goal well, or something. You can't. No, what you can't do is when you're trying to block a field goal, you can't jump off the center. Well, right, but yeah. you, you also can't like that being allowed says like being disallowed means you can't. Like you can have no sort of unnatural yeah, lifting. Exactly, like you couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't take three guys and, like throw you up in the air to try to block it. Um, they can push you for a first down though. <laughs> Which also is which <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's yeah. The, of course they're a different color, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know if that's a rule or not. We'll find out. I don't know best way we got to find it because maybe Fairleigh Dickerson's looking that up. Maybe they're aware of this. Maybe. How aware are they? <laughs> Fairly. <laughs> it, I'm just never gonna stop. It'll it'll end when they get beat tomorrow. But until then, if. until then, oh, if they win, that jokes that jokes making it into the weekend. About 75 times. I mean, what about the three teams I, I came into the tournament? Like, and, of course, I kind of backed away on one of them, or at least in two of them with Purdue going to Sweet 16. But I was like, the three teams I was like, I did not want to touch were like Tennessee, Virginia, and Purdue. I was like, these teams are prime for ups. thought about a month ago. These um, teams are prime for upsets. Well, Virginia's gone down. Tennessee plays later, right, today. They're early tomorrow. They play, they play tonight. Tonight, yeah. I and mean, what if all three of them just go out in the first round? If if Tennessee was playing anybody, I'm like, and I didn't fill out a bracket this year. <laughs> you didn't. You did fill out a bracket. Well, just with you, I didn't actually didn't turn one into a money pool. Oh, I thought you said you were going. No, to I ended up not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> this is like the worst. 
I maybe it's because Louisville. I didn't do that. I didn't. I didn't do my dream team. I completely forgot to do the dream team thing I do every year, where I think I told you about this last Draft year. Tournament players, where you, you get fifteen dollars, pick five players, and you know, uh-huh. certain values, and um, it's a thing I do with with the, some of TJ's buddies, and I've been doing it probably going on ten years now or whatever. And this is the first year I haven't done it because I forgot about it. He texts me this morning, give me crap about it too. But uh, I, yeah, I just maybe it's because Louisville just took it out of me. I just want to sit back and watch the tournament. I don't want to like put anything on the line. Hmm. Even though I will probably bet some money on games. So it just defeats what you just said? A little bit, yeah. That's okay. By the way, Brandon Miller scoreless at halftime for Alabama. Doesn't matter. They lead 54 Tell me he hasn't gotten off a shot. They lead 54-34. He's got no points, which is kind of crazy. But there you go. The Speaking of kind of crazy, and I know this is not what people are focused on in March, but we have to at least spend a couple of minutes talking about this. The Edwin Diaz thing last night. Are you not? Do you not know what happened? Oh, I was. I wasn't really on Twitter much last night. So Edwin Diaz, the the, the closer for the Mets, who I saw you tweet something about Mets and Reds, but I didn't know it was a reference. Yeah. To. So he comes out. You know, the, the guy who comes out to the, the the music. Yeah. Um. He Puerto Rico beats the Dominican Republic last night to I guess earn a spot in the semifinals. He strikes out the last guy. They're going nuts. Everybody's celebrating. He hurts his right knee. Turns out he is now, I think, torn an Achilles. He's out for the year. He's done for the year. And it, it has now created this gigantic debate about, you know, should you your players go to the WBC, like all this stuff. And it, it's it's crazy because it didn't happen in a game. It happened. He went down with an injury while celebrating after winning the game. But it is such a – that's why I tweeted out last night. I'm like, I would say this is so Mets, but it's also like, – I can see this being a Reds thing as well. And his brother uh, is, a, is a Red. But, like – just a fluke, fluke injury, and now the Met, the poor Mets who have all this hope going into to this coming season, and they just gave him like a huge deal. Yeah. He's out for the entire year. He's done. I mean, I, and they were. I think I saw already talking heads talking about you know the the the, little, uh, the USA who's the USA's manager like maybe pulling back on some players because afraid to, to get them hurt for the the actual baseball season. Um, I mean. Like you said, it was during a celebration. I mean, who was the the player that got injured a couple years ago for the Angels? That, that that when he jumped on home plate after the home run and they mobbed him and he tore his ACL doing it. Oh, I don't remember. It was like uh, Morellas or something. Ken, uh, Ken, Kenny Morella. He was like a big uh, power hitting first baseman. I just remember thinking I had him in fantasy baseball. I just remember Gramatica was the most famous celebratory injury. But he like he yeah he's coming around. He hit like a game winning home run and when he came to home plate he like jumped up and laid on home and he tore. Basically, he blew out his knee doing it. Oh, that would be a tough like, one. Yeah, and everybody's like, all right, oh, let's carry him off the home plate now. Uh, I mean, that's just, I mean, it is it is kind of typical Mets, though, right? It's so Mets. I mean, it's. <laughs> it always reminds me of one of my favorite lines from Married with Children back in the day when I was a kid, when uh, I was watching baseball, and Peggy goes, why is there not a Harlem Globetrotters for baseball? And Al goes, there is. They're called the Mets. I don't know why this line always stuck with me. Well, how do they do the Globetrotters? Because there's, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't, understand, the, I don't understand the joke. <laughs> They're not good. It's complicated. It's great. It's, it's, it's got layers. I guess. I guess they meant because they're a comedy act. Well. They're goofy? I don't know. It was funny. Eight-year-old Trevor laughed, okay? Oh, that's all that matters. <laughs> My friends are having debates about it. I've got a couple friends who are, like, really into the WBC. I've barely watched it all. I have not given two bleeps. I, I don't really care about it that much. And, you know, they're all like, I hate that it's getting this controversy. Like, this is a great thing. And it, it does seem like, you know, like, 
the Cuban fans, the Puerto Rican fans, like like the stadium. It, it's weird seeing the highlights and seeing like Marlins Stadium filled to the brim with crazy fans because you don't typically see that when the actual Marlins are playing there. So clearly, this means a lot to a lot of people, and I hate that this happens because of that. Like at the same time, as a fan of the Cincinnati Reds and that being my primary interest when it comes to baseball, in addition to the bats, of course, like I wouldn't want my players playing in this thing right before the start. It's terribly timed. It's right before the start of the season. It's happening like right after spring training has come to a close or is about to, yeah, I guess, coming to a close. Like Especially pitchers. You know, we got Hunter Green is this young talent. He's had some injury issues. If he were pitching in this thing right now, I'd be nervous about it, and, and I wouldn't want it to happen. So I, I, I get it. I know that it happens with people trying to make comparisons to European soccer and the World Cup and letting players play in these these you know for their nations in national comp- international competitions and all stuff and that's a little bit different that that's been going on for hundreds of years the World Cup's the biggest thing in the world like, or the Olympics like you don't you don't care about the Americans playing in the Olympics for basketball well some of the owners do and it's also the it's the bleep in Olympics like the, the WBC is still relatively new it has not caught on to that degree and I just I, I see both sides but as a fan I lean more towards the like I don't want my guys playing in this thing. I mean, I, I, I don't really. It doesn't bother me. I mean, because and I know because the argument is injury, just being you know an example, and you can bring up other ones. But I mean, when you start just living your life with fear of getting injured, then you're just living your life sitting in your room in a bubble. I mean, this. He. I mean, where do you draw the line? I mean, you can't. You shouldn't practice because you get injured in practice. You shouldn't, you know, do this or that because I mean, you, people can get injured in any other millions of ways. Some some like Moses Alou on a, on a, on a treadmill. They can't, but you're also ignoring what I just said about like as pitchers specifically. Like pitchers, they injure their arms all the time, and it happens 95 percent of the time when they're actually pitching. Yeah. So having an additional, I mean, workloads the big is the big buzz phrase in, in baseball now. Having an additional Pitch heavy coach. workload and more pitches, more like full go, full full send pitching right before the start of the season, like that. That's not just say like you can break an ankle crossing the street or something like that, like you are at an increased risk of, of suffering an injury if you're pitching like that right before the start of the season. I mean, or what, I mean, so you wouldn't want any Reds in an all-star game then? I mean, if they're pitching one inning, that's something. I still wouldn't want them to play. I was going to say, well, even one inning, one pitch. You never know. It could be the one. I mean, But it's not, it's not it's, again, it's not what I just said, which is this is like a full-on competition. These guys are going full bore. They're pitching like they would in the middle of a race, like in a really big regular season game. Nah, I, and that's a little I, bit I, different. No, but again, also, this is all coming up on the top, off the of someone getting injured that had nothing to do with actual play. For sure, I agreed. I mean, this is him actually just leaving the field or whatever, just celebrating afterwards, so. I don't know. I mean, I I get where you don't want to, but to me, I just it's all it's all, it's only annoying when it when it's your player that gets hurt, though. Exactly. That's why I don't care. Like right yeah. now, but I'm just saying I'm trying to see both sides here, and one side, if I'm looking at this through a Reds fan lens, and you're telling me Hunter Green's pitching tomorrow, I'm kind of like, yeah, like I, I'm hoping the best for him, but also I really don't care about the World Baseball Classic. I care uh-huh. about the Cincinnati Reds, and that's where my rooting interests lie. But I, I get it. I, I do feel for the fans of who really do care because this thing is kind of it's catching a little bit of steam and it clearly means a lot to a lot of people. And now it's going to be under more scrutiny, which I do think is, is unfair because it was a celebration. You I mean, know, this, this wasn't an injury in the, the course of a normal game. This is all, these are only every four years, right? Uh, every three. 
But it, it, this is the first time in every in six years because they canceled it in 2020. Because three, we're like Olympics have four. We're just going to be different. Is that what it was? I don't know what the what the justification was, but it's been every three years since okay. I think 06. I I've never the closest I've come to watching a World Baseball Classic game is throwing on Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck. I got into it the, the very first year because there, was like, movie, there wasn't a whole lot going on. I think it was like during the fall actually. Um, I, I was I, I, you're I, more I, baseball guy than I am. Yeah, I, I liked it then. I. I've barely paid. Like, I've barely paid attention to this one. I see the highlights sometimes when they come on, but look, it's it's NCAA tournament time. We're I'm focused on that. I'm not watching WBC yet. I'm I mean, I'm more into the NFL free agency than I am the WBC. I probably should be in the WBC because it gives me a chance to have a team that I root for win this year. Because Lord knows it's not going to be the Reds, and that's going to start very soon. Is U.S. going to win? Uh, I mean, they got a shot. They won the last one. Okay, but they're I think they 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 got beat by Mexico pretty handily. There's a chance they may not even make the semifinal. I'm, I'm saying, well, I don't even really know. I was going to say, I'm I, would, saying what I, I mean, I assume they'd be up ago. near the top, but I mean, it's also, I, assume, I can assume that Mexico and like Dominican are probably pretty good too. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah. Well, Puerto Rico won last night. Or Puerto Rico, yeah, I'm sure they're, yeah. So Dominicans are out. They're done. Done. Sorry, Danny Montes. I think, I don't know. You can look it up for yourself. We'll find <laughs> it. I'm right on top of that. Thinking about free agency, yeah, Lions took little Dave Montgomery from the Bears yesterday. I saw this. Bears, yeah, yeah, whatever. I saw that the also the Eagles ended up uh, re-signing Slay. They brought him back. Yeah, it, apparently that was that yeah, was pre. Uh, we put the cart before the horse on that one. Uh, that he was he wasn't officially released. It's just a restructure of the deal, which I'm glad to see. Hopefully, maybe that can help lead to bringing in uh, CJGJ again. So it's just such a Tongue twister to say. CJGJ. Yeah. That's tough. CJ Gardner Johnson. Yeah. It's not, it's not easy. <laughs> that doesn't ring off the tongue, does it? No. Uh, but he's supposedly one. Ring like, off the tongue? Ring, ring, run off, ring off the tongue. Roll. <laughs> no, it ran. Trevorism. It ran. It just, the same thing like with Forrest Gump coming down the mouth. It ran off the tongue. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so I mean, hopefully that happened. I'm not big on the, the Rashawn Penny uh, signing, but. I mean, is what it is. Hopefully, they'll draft somebody that make me feel a little more warm and cozy about it. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. Uh, Texter says, "Oh no, they Pala didn't. This has to be one of the worst passes I've seen in the tournament, and I'm so glad it was w- it was UVA." I mean, I'd been happy if it was Kentucky. Yeah, if it had to be anybody, it would have been having it be Kentucky would be the best, but. It's so weird because I like Tony Bennett. I just don't like Virginia. Same. Well, it, it's also because they've tortured us. Like if yeah, if we had a competitive series against them, I think it'd be a lot easier to stomach Virginia. The fact that we've beaten them twice since we joined the conference and uh, like a large number of those losses have been just absolute gut punches. <laughs> You're telling, makes it a lot harder. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Twelve seeds and higher have better record against Virginia than we do. Oh, by a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We just said they've lost a two thirteens and a sixteen. In the last, like, what, five years? They lost to a 10 in the year before that because Syracuse in the Elite Eight. Uh, Michigan State beat them as a 7. So they've lost they've lost at least four games to double-digit seeds since we joined the ACC, and we have two wins against them. And we play them twice every year, at least twice every year. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes three times. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. No, maybe that's why we almost beat them this year, because they were like, "Well, what was as close to sixteen as it'll ever be?" <laughs> they took that. They took that three fourteen mental approach to our, the game against us, or four thirteen this year, I guess. Uh, if I had lost Scoot's bet by one, I would have been more pissed about it. But oh well. Texas says all the kids are kicking their little balls around. Yeah, that's I said that. They they all had their individual little soccer balls, and they were all kicking them around. Don't get perverted. 
How many? I mean, how do you keep a score of the game? It, it's not really a game. Like they just it, that was just a practice, though, right? It's just it's just practice. They're all just like kind of practice. Do they are they not going to play games on Saturdays? I don't know. It's it's not like a real league. It's like this is like a. <laughs> I know it's soccer, it's but called, you don't have to say that. It's called soccer shots. I think all the little kids in Louisville I feel like do it now. This in these days, it's like just getting started with soccer. But it's not like a. I mean, couldn't you just take her out to the backyard with a soccer ball then? And you can, but you don't like have the drills and the cones and the stuff and the co- and like, with really the other kids. You, you, that's all you need the cones. I've got cones. You Once want, again, Trevor, your your I can get and, you cones. Your appearance, your opinions on parenting without having any kids and with I get doing cones drugs in front o'clock. of the kids that you babysat <laughs> just continue to blow me away. You want cones? I'll get you cones. <laughs> Texas, leave it to UVA to completely f up my bracket and suck any remaining joy from March Madness. I was hoping for a sneaky contender to come in and knock off Alabama. Sigh, that's what you, it's on me, I guess, but still. Have you not listened to the show all week? We've been telling you. How would you take anybody who took Virginia past the, the first? If you had them beating Furman today, that's one thing. But I think I did put them in my Sweet 16. I don't know why. Did you really? I thought you just said at the beginning of the show that you had them losing to Furman. Well, I was just a joke because well, all week I kept saying, but I didn't, have, I didn't know enough about Furman to pick them, so I just went with I told you about Furman on the show. You tell me a lot of stuff. It goes in one or out the other. I'm aware, but still, I told you. Specifically, Furman's I mean, beating Virginia. I tell you how to save money in parenting, and you don't listen to me either. But no, I don't listen to your parenting advice. Texter says, "What you spend on this soccer thing? It's not that much." Okay, Texas, it's the oh, this is a care uh, text. Good, let's get it. Let's answer it for him. Very sick of the lack of nuance in the mid-range debate from a very popular Kentucky media figure. I've it's no, the new rule of seventy-one. No clue what that means. What's he thought? What is this with the reference to? I think th- there's a lot. Of, it's not just. Matt Jones saying this. A lot of UK fans are talking about, you know, the the new modern philosophy in basketball is threes and twos at the basket. Like the mid range game is you're you're cutting it out because it's the it, it's a low percentage shot and you get two points instead of three. So take the, the Houston Rockets analogy. Right. If you're going to take a twenty footer, you need to step back a couple of feet, make it a three, or you need to take a shot at the rim. And like all the shot charts you see from the best teams in college basketball now and in the NBA, it's all a lot of little basketballs on the perimeter and a lot of little basketballs around the rim. And Kentucky's kind of a throwback where they take a ton of mid-range jumpers. And a lot of people say that's why they haven't been as good the last few years. The game has kind of passed Cal by. And teams that are doing the Nate Oates stuff like Alabama, they're having more success as that way. And it's become a big debate. Like, shouldn't be taking mid-range jumpers, but Cal's not going to change. And Jones, I guess, has been spearheading the debate. But... It's not just a Kentucky thing. A lot of programs are debating this across the, the country. I mean, Kansas doesn't run that. They're national team. They're winning titles. Their shot shot, they don't take many mid-range jumpers anymore. Like, their mm-hmm. shot job, they've... I mean, they might not, but I don't picture them. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, when, you, when you talk about the free throw, the three-pointer, I just think of the excessiveness version of it, I guess. And, yeah, I mean, their shot chart looks, because they have them all out there now, it looks yeah. a lot like the, yeah, like the, a lot of, not, not a whole lot of mid-range. Texas, excuse the living hell out of me. I'll stop with the terrible sports text. Oh, this is the guy who sent in the, the Big 12 uh, tweet that you that made you mad. Which one? I the campaign, the PR one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the PR guy? Yeah. The varieties. <laughs> Texas, do you think our, prog- our reputation as being at the top of the second tier of programs is taking a hit? I don't know what that means. So, read that one more time. Do you think that our reputation as being at the top 
of the second tier of programs is taking a hit. I don't think that's our reputation. I don't think we're at the top of this. I think we were closer to the bottom. I think we're at the, the bottom of the first tier. Yeah, yeah, I don't I, know. I think that's how most people view and it. I, and, I, and you could argue, well, because you haven't done so much. I mean, we've still done a lot more in terms of all the other Blue Bloods recently than teams like UCLA and Indiana have. No and question. I, I mean, I know UCLA. Well, UCLA went to a Final Four. Yeah. And they haven't been, won a national title since They've been to one Final Four in the last 30, almost 30 years. Well, that's not true at all. Well, that's right. They, they went, went to three straight under, that's right, yeah, under yeah. Allen. I can't. I always black that one out. <laughs> They've been to four in the last sixteen years. Even you say people don't even don't even acknowledge the Ben Halliday. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> it, it is true. Go to UCLA and ask them. I will. Texas <laughs> says, uh, "How crazy is it that the big turnover at the end of the game came from their fifth year senior guard Clark? That has been a huge pain in Louisville side forever." Bye bye Cavaliers. It was. Not, I mean, he not only has he been a huge pain in our side. He's only a thorn in our side at the end of close games. Like, he's the guy who's always, like, last year when we played them close, he came up clutch in the final minutes. He had the big free throws down the stretch this year. Like, he always just takes over games late against us by making the heady, you know, whatever cliche you want to use, play. And then his last college game, he makes the dumbest play that I've ever seen. Like, I, I still don't know what he was thinking. Like, I, there, there was way too can, much time for the clock always, to run out. Yeah, I think he was think. I guess he was trying to do the old Magic Johnson but there was like 10 seconds left. Which, I mean, since he did that against the Blazers, everyone tries to do it now all the time where you just throw, you know, throw the ball uh-huh. down and let it run out. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, 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 10 seconds, I mean, even if you're throwing in hope that like like with uh, the Purdue Northwestern game where they're just throwing it in, ZD's just got to touch the ball. So, you know. Remember Bellman did that against us in the, in the game this year at the beginning? He just got to touch it. And he the, just like threw it down the length of the court and let the clock yeah. trip down. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, it, it happens. But you're right. With 10 seconds left, I don't. I mean, Furman had enough time to corral the pass dribble back down to the other end of the floor, hit a three, and there was still 2.7 yeah. seconds left for I mean, Virginia to get a chance to win. That Him doing that, I mean, I would think he had to think there was only like four or five seconds left, maybe. It's the only, but like, it doesn't make any sense because, you know, they took the ball out after free throws. You know that there's 12 seconds. You're the first person to catch the ball. You get trapped. You know that it hasn't been like seven seconds. I think he just panicked. I, yeah, I, you're I right. He, you're probably right. Yeah. I don't think he was genuinely thinking, which is – Again, it's it, it's odd for any Virginia player. It's especially odd for Kia Clark. Like that's the DNA of their program. But they just kind of do crazy stuff when it comes to March. Just not stuff they do against us. Uh, Texas, can I get a Final Four prediction? We did our brackets yesterday. Um, I think Trevor, do you remember who you ended up with? Because I've got. I was reading Kia Clark's statement at the post game. Oh, uh, what do you say? Uh, it says couldn't see out of it. Saw Kaylin down down there. Just tried to throw it up. I knew they had they had possession. Didn't want them to tie it. But yeah, probably shouldn't have called that. Uh, probably should have called the timeout. Didn't see the ref right there. I mean, yeah, because they did have. That's the first thing. Like during the radio broadcast, Will Purdue's going. I was like, they had a timeout. Yeah, you got to call the timeout. I mean, it's just a weird play by a tenth-year senior. Yeah, I'm sorry. Now, what were you asking about my bracket yesterday? Your final four. That's what they're asking. Uh, it was uh, yesterday. I did Arkansas, Indiana, Arizona, and Kansas State. And you've got Zona winning it Zona all. beating Indiana in the title game. Yes, and right. I ended up with, and I hate this so much, I ended up with Bama, Oral Roberts, Texas, and UConn. I've got UConn winning the national title. Okay. I feel worse about Texas than anybody. I don't know why. <laughs> Probably because I had them losing in the first round. Your final four teams in my lose. first round. Yeah, I told you, like I initially, when I was filling out the bracket yesterday for, for, for work, I had Colgate beating Texas. And then I went back and changed it. And I ended. I had no intention when I did that of taking Texas all the way to the final four. And it just yet, worked out that that's way. the way it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know what I was going to end up with. I changed the West region was the one that I couldn't figure out because I've been thinking Kansas is my national champion for a long time, and then I just I, I backed down. I can see them losing that game against UConn, 
I think Bill Self being out is, is kind of a thing. Also, just McCuller being hurt. Like they Injuries are playing a large part in my bracket. I thought Self was going to come back for the tournament, by the way. He didn't coach today. And I noticed that, yeah. But I just, I thought that, that was the, they said he was coming back. Well, the rumor is he's going to coach the next game. But it was kind of the, the rumor after the Big 12 tournament was he's going to be good to go for the NCAA tournament. But he's clearly— Do we like, know what health issue it is? It just, he had blockage. He's, he had chest pain when they got to the Big 12 tournament the night before the first game. And went to the hospital. They f- discovered some blockage, okay. and they had to put in like a stent. To cool. it was like a kind of a you know, standard procedure. He did not have a heart attack, according to the the hospital in Kansas. But he's you, know, you got to take it easy. And he's been so he's been at practice in a limited basis. They said he's like I've been sitting down a lot during practice, which I'm not used to. But it, it still has to have an effect. Like that throws off your your whole kind of rhythm. It, it, you know, I mean, we saw last year how having coaches go in and out can affect you in a negative way. So. I don't know. I think it's a thing, but maybe I'm overblowing it. I mean, Norm Roberts is okay. I mean, he did kind of underachieve at St. John's, though. He said after the game because he was like, he's like, he basically was like, self's gonna be pissed at me because I didn't have him ready to play. We came out, we're down with. And they were losing with like five minutes left in the first half. Yeah, yeah. Howard made a nice run, and I left at halftime of that game, and it was when I left. Uh, Howard went on like a seven nothing run, so they were only down by like two. Yeah, they ended, they ended up pulling away at the end of the first half, and then kind of dominated the second half. Grady Dick. Uh, 19 points, 11 rebounds to lead the way there. So they advanced, but it was not a a stellar effort from the one seed. Yeah, they couldn't handle Grady. <laughs> Texas MLB is a dying brand of baseball. And dying brand and baseball is a dying sport in this country. For a young tournament, the WVC has had incredible growth. It's the future. I couldn't care less about a team in Cincinnati or Pittsburgh or New York for that matter. I mean, I think that that's. I, mean, I don't think WBC's ratings are going to match some of the MLBs, though, are they? No. I mean, no. At least not in America. It's which... not, and also MLB is still raking in like an insane amount of money. It's become a regional sport for sure, but like in those cities, it still is wildly popular. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, in particular cities, especially obviously St. Louis being one of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still enjoy more major. League. I still okay. I'm okay with major league baseball. Yeah. Same. I mean, you're a bigger baseball guy than I am, but I mean, I do feel like baseball is more. I don't. I mean, maybe I. I mean, for me, it was like it was. It was more cooler when I was a kid, but I did kind of get out of the baseball baseball run a little bit and got more into basketball and football. But I still enjoy basketball. I still enjoy baseball. Texas. They interviewed uh, six Dominican players about what was valued more, the WBC or the World Series, and five said WBC, and the sixth guy said they were the same. Kind of crazy. Shows how hard those guys are going. Oh, for sure. I mean, the the Dominican players. If you look at some of the 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 videos from the like the winter leagues, a lot of those the players who go and play in those, like the intensity is way higher than some of these MLB games. Like they they care so much um, in some of these these Caribbean countries, and like they're clearly all in on, on this. I, I think with the Americans, it seems to matter a little bit less if they're if they're being honest. But certainly for the Cubans, the Dominicans, the Puerto Ricans. It seems to be like th- this is like a huge, huge deal for them. I think the I don't think it matters a little less. I think it matters a lot less to Americans. The, the yeah. majority of the Americans on this team, like I said, like I'm, them. I, I don't really like. I, I'm not into it, but if you are, that's cool. No big deal. <laughs> Texas, these tre- Trevorisms have to be intentional, right? No, no. I wish they were. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Texas, were you sad to see your three favorite coaches, Kyle Smith, Todd Golden, and Richard Pitino, lose badly at home last night in the NIT? Well, I knew I knew New Mexico was going to lose. 
I, I picked them in my bracket to lose to Utah Valley. You'd known. I wish you told me I could have made a bet. I thought Washington State would win. I thought uh, I thought Florida. Well, I think I, I think I ended up picking UCF to beat Florida. Hey, Washington State did enough for us already. That's, well, that's right. They kept Cal <laughs> three wins. Cal I, three I, wins. I, it took me a second to get there. Yeah, I was like, I don't care what happened with Washington State last night. They're still getting a gift basket from me. Oh, I love Kyle Smith. I, I love. Some, I do love Todd Gold. I love Richard Pitino. I do love all three of those. Sending them, uh, sending them a nice, nice basket of fruit with some scratch and sniff stickers. Remember, do we still make scratch and sniff sneakers? I miss those. Well, we still, my kids still have scratch and sniff books. Oh, so really? I'm books assuming, now. I'm assuming stickers is, is still a thing. Remember the chocolate that was always, but it looked like poo. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We should, we should give out more scratch and sniff Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> Snickers. Uh, Texas says you didn't read my first text, which gave context. The second, do you bother doing any research? So, let's see what it say. What you said is <laughs> honestly embarrassing. The World Cup isn't 100 years old. I talked about international competitions, not specifically the World Cup. It is 92 years old. It started in 1930, and when it first started, it was a joke. That's not the point. The point is, right now, it's clearly a much, much. It's the biggest event in the, in the world. You rate your saw. You can't compare. Yeah, I mean, maybe the World Baseball Classic you gets there. My whole goober. point, my whole point was, it's <laughs> certainly not there now. It is not akin to the World Cup at all. Um, and I'm willing to bet there are probably a high majority of players who would have more would rather win the World Cup than win whatever professional league they play soccer in. For sure, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, here in America, it's not. It's clearly not as big of a deal as Major League Baseball is. But baseball is also not. But I can admit that to other countries, it absolutely is. And in those countries, baseball is probably only second to soccer. In terms of popularity, in some yeah, in some of them for sure. Yeah, especially in like Puerto Rico, I guarantee. You, in some of them, it's the biggest sport. You think it's well, not bigger than soccer, but even in Puerto Rico, do you think? Yeah, I think it is. I think baseball is the biggest sport. And I guess I, I, I think in Japan baseball is the biggest sport. Now that I, that I will give you as well too. Yeah, now when Mexico, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to give you that one. Baseball. No, Mexico soccer. Baseball is probably second, but it's not. Soccer, I think it's Definitely. soccer and everything else. Yeah. yeah. I'll take a break. When we come back, more of your text, more nonsense. We'll talk more about the NCAA tournament games. Charleston and San Diego State about to get back underway here in the second half. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton text line. Keep it locked right here. More of the Rutherford Show on 1450 and I do love hard. Yeah, that's one of the things I got. I don't know if it's like, is it, would, you, would, it be, would they fall under a guilty pleasure? Yeah. I mean, I just I mean, like Heart's popular. I mean, yeah. I just like Heart. I remember that's, I think it was some random Heart song I played here early in our days, and you just were just all over it. What about love? <laughs> My favorite was still, what was the one they had in the late 80s? The last one of the last hits they did, the uh, the making love, the, where she picks up the stranger and bangs him on the side of the road to get pregnant. I don't, know, I don't know that one. I think I would have remembered that. That's the music video. The one we're just talking about making love to Again, you. I don't know the I don't know music videos nearly as well as you do. It's so, it's, what was the song the one of the last hits they did where they uh 
They're talking about uh, um, the making love song. Not, I, I keep wanting to go to Bad Company. I'll make love. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but in the video, yeah, she's picking up. The, the whole song's a story about picking up a random thing. that the all I want to do is make love to you? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, the video? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, that... She's picking up a random dude in the highway. <laughs> I did not takes know Takes him that to was... a motel, bangs his brains out. Okay. Ba- just bounces while he's sleeping. Awesome. Good and Lord. Then, and, then, and then she sees him like months later and she's, and she's got the kid. And he's like, yeah, this is your son. He's like, what the bleep? I didn't know Hart got that graphic. He's like, you left me with the build of the room, and you took my kid? <laughs> hey, Nancy Wilson's a serious B, man. Jeez. Uh, we got four games Piss underway right off. now. Uh, we're back in the, the ideal window where we got four games going simultaneously. Alabama all over AM Corpus Christi. They, they lead by 20 with 15-4 to go in the second half. We're back under play, uh, underway in the second half of San Diego State-Charleston. Aztecs leading by one. Arizona-Princeton, little, well, little spot. Your national champion leads by just four with eight minutes to go in the first half. And that line Ar- was small, too. It's only 14. Well, Princeton plays so slow, and Arizona is more of a defensive team. They are. I can see that. Uh, uh, they were like, but, like top five in the country in scoring this year? No. they're they're. I don't think so. I, maybe like efficiency, but I, they don't score a lot of – they're more of a yeah. They're they were fifth in points scored a game this season at eighty two and eighty two point seven a game. Were they really? Yeah, well, I take it back then. No, you 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 had you had it right. You were just switched around two hundred twenty fourth in defense. They Jeez. give up seventy one a game. Maybe I'm just basing that off the Pac twelve title game because it was such a defensive. Yeah, no, they, they they they've been the team that's outscored people most of the year. I right, take it back. I was completely wrong there. It's all right, you, you had you had it right. You just had it switched around. <laughs> you were thinking it was that's deep. not having it right. Well, <laughs> that's that's having it totally wrong. Like the complete. <laughs> but thank you for trying to save me. So uh, I'm here for man. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe I don't know what I was thinking of. I guess maybe I was thinking. Uh, I mean, they play at a, a fast pace. I guess I was just thinking of Princeton, just slowing it down. I didn't think it was going to be a high scoring game, but I clearly should have. Uh, right. But it's twenty to sixteen with eight minutes to go. Uh, not twenty to eighteen. But in better news for you, Arkansas is over all over Illinois in the first segment. There, yeah. they eight to two. Off to a, a fantastic start. We'll continue to keep you updated on what's Big going on Zooey. in the NCAA tournament. You're riding, you're riding with the Hawks. I'm, I mean, I'm like Arizona and Arkansas. Like, I'm, I'm this is the most I've ever wished to get an A in everything. You're fully, you know, you, your love of the '90s is just taking you back to the, that decade when they both were winning national titles and having success. <laughs> so I think it is. They got Indiana, Arkansas, and Arizona. My final four. Who's the other one? Who else do you? Have? Well, Kansas State. They were far from oh, good in the yeah. '90s. They had a nice little Mitch Richmond run in '88. But they got good at football in the '90s. Maybe that's they did. Yeah, I mean, shout to Chad Matt. I'll never forget. What, <laughs> I love you. Brought that name up. One of the first things I used to love to do as a kid, like when I was in sixth grade, is we would call radio stations and just like act like random fans of other teams. <laughs> and me and my buddy Chris, we would get home and we'd listen to Papa Joe Shavai and Arnie Spanier in the afternoon, and Renshaw would be on as well in the afternoon. And uh, Papa Joe was like the four o'clock show. And I remember I just, he was running his mouth about Nebraska and Kansas State still can't hang with them. They're not, they're not in that, that league yet. And I called it and acting like I was like a Kansas State fan. And I just remember like, Chad May is going to make those corn huskers. He's going to just, he's going to rail those. He's going to, he's going to cornhole those huskers. And, oh God. and I got going, just doing this little rant like I'm a kid. And then Chris, my buddy, calls in and gets on the line acting like a Nebraska fan. Like, I that Chad May lover. Are these local shows? No, they were national. But then you got to remember, 1993, 94, sports radio was still very young. Okay. And you didn't have a lot of national shows. They were out of Chicago or, yeah. 
which again, it was, you know, Renshaw, it would be Renshaw, uh, Papa Joe, and then Arnie would come on in order. And I mean, that was, I mean, yeah, the national sports radio is very in, in its infancy still. I mean, it didn't, it didn't you can get tell re- when you listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because we act like, just because it's, it's a, at a young age, I mean, we still act like toddlers on here. Yeah. Well, we, we do. We've got uh, two new players in the transfer portal that Louisville has reportedly reached out to that I think warrant mentioning here on the show. Last night, we found out that Louisville has reached out to Charles Stute from Vanderbilt, who the stats don't really jump out at you. He averaged, I think, about eight points per game the last couple of seasons. Saw his minutes dwindle as this year went on. He was a junior this past year, so I guess technically he's got just one more year of eligibility because he doesn't have the COVID year. But he did lead the SEC in three-point shooting two seasons ago. He shot just under 44% from three. He shot at about a 37% clip this year. So he's problem is he's another forward. He's not a guard, but he does help you out with outside shooting, which is another area where we struggled this season. Louisville's also reached out to, uh, this time it is a guard, Charles Pride from Bryant, who is a six foot four senior out of Syracuse, averaged uh, 14.5 points per game this past season, averaged 2.4 assists per game, more of a scoring guard than he is a facilitating guard. But he's been a pretty big-time scorer the last three seasons. He's been a four-year starter, averaged 13.5 points uh, per game or more each of the last three years, 17.7 two seasons ago. Shoots the three at a solid clip. Um good great free throw shooter turnover numbers are down seems to be a guy that the the staff likes fits that same mold of being a six foot four 200 pound guard kind of a bigger guard so Louisville at the very least active in the transfer portal right now and trying to drum up some interest in some of these guys that are already out there and like you've pointed out a couple of times you know these are only most of the players that we know of in the portal are guys that have had their seasons end when, when as the tournament goes on and we have more teams get eliminated that the portal is going to continue to expand. You're going to have more guys available and you'll have some bigger names at some bigger programs or some bigger names at some of these, these automatic qualifying programs that should become available. So again, the options are out there for Kenny Payne and company to go out there and get two or three really high, highly impactful backcourt guys or, or outside shooters to help us out next year. And we, we both agree. I think most people listening agree. If this is going to be a dramatic turnaround next season, getting the younger guys in is great but you're going to have to have some experienced college talent coming into the program and helping you out immediately. Yeah, we had four finals today. There could be at least three players out of those, of those four games in the transfer portal by tomorrow. That's the way it's going, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's – it's. but, I mean, it's, that's why I'm kind of wondering, like, as you, were, as you were talking in Louisville being connected with these these kids, and I have no problem with being connected with them, but, like, if you're Louisville, like, you got to play that game where you, do I do I take do I take the what, what I can have right now or do I kind of maybe just – Sure. Do I, do I wait and see – you know, something I don't want to say better comes along because, like you said, I mean, you could get a, you know, teams in the elite. If you 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 fill this up before maybe the elite eights comes around, then you have you know guys into the portal later, and it's 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 a, it's a tough game. It's a whole new a whole new game when it comes to college basketball and coaching and and, and recruiting, and it's it's a tough one. You got so it's a tough line to walk. It's also a weird thing too because you, you're casting a lot of lines, and you remember last summer. It's not like we weren't on a lot of these lists, like like. You know, this has become a thing where a lot of these college basketball writers, they'll get texts from the kid or from somebody around the kid who say, like, hey, these are the list of schools that have contacted me. And we were on a lot of those lists last year as, as the summer went on. And there's not a whole lot of background. that You don't know if it's like, hey, man, just letting you know we'd be interested in maybe having you on campus. Or, or is it straight up, like, like, we want you to come play for us next year. We're offering you a scholarship. Like, you never know 
what quote has heard from really entails. Like like how much are we all in on Charles Pride? How much are we really all, all in on the kid from VMI? Or are we just sitting sitting there saying we're putting out some feelers? Are you interested? Like we know who you are. We're aware of you. We'd love to get you on campus and talk more about this. You just you, you never really know. I hope it's more the latter than the former. Personally, I mean, I just love having same. feelers out there. Because I mean, you look at this this kid Charles Pride and the list that just came out. This is via um, Andrew Slater of. Yeah, I guess he just covers recruiting. I don't think he has like a. I think he maybe used to be on three. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of AC Slater. Both great in their own respects. Both <laughs> both very good. At I what mean, they if I'm Andrew and your last name Slater, well, I mean, I would just call myself AC Slater anyway. But his list, and it, it also is worth mentioning, Arkansas is on every single one of these lists. Like they've they've contacted every recruit recruit in the world. Well, <laughs> Must knows what he's doing. He's just <laughs> he's he's out there for everybody. I mean, even as young as they are, that he knows that he's probably losing like five players off his teammates. Always. I mean, they're, I mean I'm they're always Smith and Black will probably both leave after this year. And they're gonna lose pretty much everybody from that. Yeah. Team. All those guys are going to go pro. Probably they, making the Final Four run, baby. They've got five players right now in the latest mock draft that I saw on NBADraft.net. Like they got five guys getting taken. I think three in the first round, two in the top fifteen. So, and and then you just have like normal standard defections. Yeah. Uh, you just assume it's going to happen. But this kid, Charles Pride from from Bryant, has heard from like Loyola, Rhode Island, Loyola Marymount, Cincinnati, Towson, Robert Morris, SMU, Marist, North Texas. San Francisco, uh, St. Bonaventure, Virginia Tech, like not exactly the waters that maybe we want to be swimming in. I, I know there's some other, there are some big names on that list, but for the most part, it's a lot of kind of middle tier teams. But who's this kid? Who was this for? The, Charles Pride, the kid, Pride, the kid yeah. from Bryant, yeah. who's a 1500 point score, shot 37% from three last season. So it's, it's a long list, but like, you know, are there going to be bigger fish out there that are going to be interested in you? If we're, if whatever we're doing on the recruiting trail is working for Carter Bryant and working for Scott Clark, who's a transfer, and some of these other guys, you'd think it would work for some big names that may become available in the coming weeks. So I just don't know. But this is going to continue to be a thing. It's why I keep saying, like, there's going to be no shortage of stuff to talk about this spring. I know basketball's over. I know we, our season's been done for already a week and a half at this point. But the roster reconstructing is going to be a topic that continues for a solid two months, I think. And then you got spring football starting up pretty soon. We found out yesterday that there are going to be six practices available to the public, which I think is cool. Like I, I hated that in recent years we haven't had that. You know, it seemed like Satterfield and Petrino to an extent were they would begrudgingly open like one practice. Whereas I remember back in the day it was so great having you know like six fall camp practices open to everybody and spring practices open. I like that they're doing that again. I like that Jeff Brom, a man of the people is opening the doors up again to Cardinal fans to come out and, and see this new squad. This is his town. He runs it. Yeah, this is this is why we brought him home. It's your show. We've never been hungrier for spring football than we are uh, right I'm, now. I can't wait to talk about football. I can't wait for Let's football. Let's tailgate for the spring game right now. I'll, I'll give you a hit right now. You know how pumped I am for football? I made, I made a bet already last last night with a, with our favorite listeners say, Hundred bucks, Louisville versus Kentucky. I took no, you didn't. I did. You're doing it again, I Trevor. Didn't. You're you're falling. I believe in Brom. I don't. I haven't even seen a thing yet, and I already believe he will outcoach that uh, Mark Stupid. I mean Stoops. He will do it. We haven't even seen Jack Plummer throw a ball in a Cardinal Doesn't uniform. Matter. I can't wait to see. We, you and I, like we are so. The best part is he was like, "You want to double down and put the UK basketball game on there?" I'm like, "No, no." no. He's like, "What are you scared?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. no, just <laughs> smart." Yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I can't wait for our takes to come out of the spring game because I've always been the guy who's like, 
the spring game, it doesn't really matter. Let's not go crazy about it. But we are so desperate for some overwhelmingly positive news. I'm going to come in here that Monday and be like, I think Pierce Clarkson just has it. <laughs> he's just got he's got that X factor. Oh, my God. It he bl- wins the Heisman in three years. Bank on it. <laughs> he will win a Heisman. Four Heismans. <laughs> Ron Pollins. The ball just zips out of his hand. I miss you, Bino. I that do. That seven-yard out. <laughs> Nobody hits it like Jack Plummer. We're gonna, we're gonna win ten games I mean, okay. this year. Clarkson's gonna win the Heisman in three years. We're mark, good to go. Mark this down: four fifty-six on three sixteen twenty-three. Texters, try to remember this because God knows I won't, and Mike probably won't either. But like, I don't care. I'm never. I do not allow me to act, come in here and act butt slapper over a spring game. I, I'm with you. You just bet a hundred dollars that we're gonna beat Kentucky. I'm butt slapping over Brom. I don't need to see the <laughs> spring game to do it. Clearly. Hell, I don't need to see a roster. I don't need to see, we don't even know who's on the freaking team completely yet. We're both just full of contradictions on the show. Like we're just everything we've talked about today, we've talked in circles around but, ourselves. That's okay. It's basketball. No one's listening to us. Nobody anyway. cares anymore. No one's no one's yeah. No one people listening are the ones tuning in while it's commercial during the play by play on another channel, probably. Except for the one guy who's fuming about the world baseball classic day. Yeah, that's all we got. We got WBC listeners today. They're 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 all in. More credit to them. More power to him. Uh, speaking of say, I, I, I'm going to shout out uh, his wife's birthday yesterday. No, oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday, Tina. Tina, happy birthday to you. Yeah, I think she's like, I don't know. She's younger than us, so I think she's in her 30s somewhere. I don't know. Everything younger than me is in your 30s something. <laughs> Too young. <laughs> Live that she's, life. She's 29. Basically. I mean, this is her fourth 29th birthday, I think. But I, I'm, I'm definitely getting to that age where like everybody below me is just kind of becoming this just... You, you're the same age. Like anybody in their twenties is just in their twenties. I'm like, yeah, you're you're, you're young. I know you're this, all the time. This is such a weird like way to like get like, the wake up call. But I think it was when I was going to the boat like last year. It was like a year ago. We were heading to the boat, and I was with Say and his wife. And uh, like you, you know, when you go to the boat, there's like two lines. It's like it says, like, you know, if you're over thirty, go to this line. If you're under thirty, go to this line. Have your ID ready. And like I, I got in line the under thirty, and my buddy says like. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're 40, man. I'm like, oh, crap. In my mind, like, like, I don't even think like, I had my ID out. And the guy's looking at me like, go on. <laughs> like, do you need to scan it? Look at me like, I think I'm blue. He's like, even if it's fake, I don't think I'm, I'm going to stop you from going in. I do remember like the first time that I didn't get carded for something where I was like, cool, but also not cool. I can't remember the last time I was carded for something. Oh, it's been I, a long time for me now. I mean, it's unless it's one of those places where they just they automatically card everybody. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I've been buying cigarettes at the same place for like oh, twenty years. I don't think they've ever once asked for my ID. A uh, quick shout out before we break here: our guy, intern Patrick, his baseball season started. Manual off to a two and zero start. Nice. They took out Collins in their first game, knocked off Fern Creek yesterday. They'll play Bullet East today. Collins is a person or a team? It's a team. Okay. We love, uh, we love our guy, Intern Patrick. We're hoping for the best for him this senior year. I don't know if he's pitched at all. I don't know if he's been in either one of these games, but they're 2-0. That's all that matters. We'll take a break. We'll come back. One hour left as we roll on on this first day of March Madness. We'll keep you updated on what's happening. Like San Diego State's making a run. Are they? Well, Mountain West. Look they're, up. It's they're, right there, 45-36. They're due. I'm watching it in the reflection because I don't want to turn all the way around. Lazy, you don't want to turn around? Because the microphone doesn't twist that way. I've got, I've, I have to like talk out of the microphone to watch the TV. We need that TV in the corner that has never turned on to actually work. It's, not, it's not plugged in. We don't have anything to plug it into. It's like, it's like the, it's, it's never worked. Yeah, there is no... 
<laughs> There's no outlet over there. It's like the it's like my recliner. It's, it's a terrible no place to mount that TV. There's no there's nowhere to plug it in. Should have thought it through. It's okay. Uh, one more hour left. Keep it locked right here. Rutherford Show continues next here on the Big X. One time where where I was like 12, 13, where my mom came out and I was like just peeing in one of the upstairs closets, and like I, and she's like, I was like, my, she's like, I was like Michael, and like you kind of turned last week. No, it was like I was I was like young, but I'm not that young. And she's like, he's like at that point I was like just just let him go. He's obviously like asleep. So I I, I remember that happening to me as a kid, but I don't think that's the only time that I ever remember sleepwalking. Like I, I think yeah, I can only remember like one time where I. Woken up in a place that I know I didn't go to sleep in. Well, sober? Yeah, sober. Is it not, not alcohol-induced? I, I, can't, I can't confirm complete soberism, but like, I don't, I'm pretty sure I wasn't drunk. I mean, I'm okay. sure there was marijuana. But, and it was just, yeah, I woke up just on my couch. Just, and I was like in the living room, which I never, like, at my grandma's house where I, would, you know, I had a bedroom and I had my den. I never went in the living room, and I just woke up, and she woke me up. She's like, what are you doing in here? Like, I was sleeping on the couch in the living room just randomly. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even remember how I got there. I was like, this is un- unusual. Just like Billy Joel. <laughs> Welcome in the 5 o'clock hour here at the Mike Rutherford Show. We are understandably distracted here with all the games going on. We're trying to do our best to talk sports while also watching sports. Uh, Trevor Kelsey has picked Arizona to win the national title. Yeah. They, they lead Princeton by just one at the it's half. Are, do we have nerves kicking in here? No, no. You still feeling good? This is Princeton. They, I mean, we they we've seen this song and dance before. Hey, Princeton, remember last time They've you came close to times. it? Remember the last time you came close to it beating a number one? Well, that other team had a seven footer that's going to block your game winner too. Does Arizona have a seven footer that's going to block? They got two of them. Tabellus. And uh, who's the other seven footer they got on their roster? The the your the the kid at the other big kid. Yeah, two. They got two seven footers to start. Are they seven foot? I'm pretty sure, aren't they? Are they both seven feet? Ballow? Ballow's one. The other's uh, what is his name? Tabellus is not seven foot. Yeah, how tall is he? Six ten. From Lithuania. There's, well, there's two of them. Yeah, yeah I think he's listed seven. He's listed six eleven. My bad, Greg. Yeah. So, but well, that means he's seven feet. But Ballow. And then you have uh, Viaster. He's seven feet. Who? I don't know some dude named Henry Viaster. I have no idea who that is. He was a top 100 prospect. I don't think that he. Pl- I don't think there's a guy with that name who plays on Arizona. He's game. played in 28 games, seven minutes a game. 
I, 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 just say, I don't know that I guy. I was just two points and one and a half rebounds. <laughs> I think you're just making him up. No, his name is Henry with an I. Visar. Visar. Man, Arizona just dips into the international. He's from Real Madrid. Oh, shout out to, uh, to who plays Real Madrid. Beckham? No. Did he? I don't know. <laughs> Ronaldo? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <clears throat> Who's the one from Argentina just won? Messi. Messi, yeah. He played with Barcelona for a while. Now he plays at uh, Paris Saint-Germain. I know that. The who? Paris Saint-Germain. Is that in France? No. It's in so why is it called Paris? Lithuania. <laughs> yes, it's in France. Oh, I thought you were being serious. Like, is it really Lithuania? How the hell they can they afford him? <laughs> yeah, this show is off the rails already. Are you losing your voice? Yeah, a little bit. Like, what are you yelling at? You've been quiet most of this time. I yelled at the beginning of the show. Like, you, how are you already losing your voice? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Oh, Charleston's about to make this streak alive. Look We've at this. got uh, Charleston making a comeback here on San Diego State. The Aztecs lead by. Three oh. with eight minutes to play. We're doing play by play of this game if it comes down to the wire. That works for me. We got Arkansas right. up ten over Illinois in the first half there. Princeton, as mentioned before, leads by just one or oh. Arizona, I should say, leads yeah. by just one over Princeton at the half. And Alabama is rolling to a victory over Texas A and M Corpus Christi. They, they lead seventy nine fifty eight with seven minutes to play. And did uh, you mention Arkansas? I did. Okay, yeah. Up by ten. Yeah. Looking good. Trevor's other final four pick. What if they both lost here while we're on the air? Arkansas and well, Arizona go down. Go down. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a tough look. For, for, the, for the record, we'll be out there before these games are over, probably. Not the... Um, no, not, it's the halftime of Princeton. The Arizona game, I think, we, well, you're, you're probably right. Yeah, probably it, still it, just start, it just went to halftime, and there's, what, 20 minutes of halftime. Yeah, so. I think the only final we're going to get here is the Charleston game and, the, and the, the Bama game. But Charleston making a run here, trying to send the Mountain West to a just... I mean, if, if they lose... The old, at 11 straight, right? It would be 12 straight. 12 straight. And they'd have just one win in their last four tournaments, which means they've got one team left. Boise State, who plays Northwestern, run out there and just bet the house on Northwestern. If if, if San Diego State can't win this game, because you know they're not going to win, it's done. Uh, who? So I wonder who was was San Diego State the last team to get a tur- conference a tournament? No, win? the last team to win was Nevada, and their and their oh, Sweet that's Sixteen. Right. You brought run. that up, yes, that's right, with the twi- brothers. Exactly, uh, yeah, they we went to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Then the next year they we talked they, about this yesterday. Yeah, they underachieved and they were one and out, and and I think they played Florida in like a seven ten game. Uh, and they have, as a I conference, right. yeah. I mean, it's it's unreal how bad they've been recently. They uh, went 0-4 last year. They were the first league since the SEC in the 80s to go 0-4 in a single March Madness. They could do it again this year. They're now just two losses away from making that happen. But San Diego State, I do, I've got them winning this game. I think they will hold on. They lead by five right now. But I'm on Charleston. And this is, you know, this is a good thing for them, too, because if they win, they play Furman, who could very easily allow them a path to the Sweet 16, where I think they probably would lose by 75 to Alabama. But neither here nor there. Right now, they're looking like they're in an okay position. What if Furman just beats, beats, beats San Diego State I'd like and it. beats Alabama? Look, all these people. Remember <laughs> like when we started losing games at the beginning of this year, and people were like, Chris Mack lost to Furman, and you guys weren't this upset. And I was like, one, I was that upset. I hated losing that November home winning streak. Two, that Furman team was good. Furman's been a good program. These teams that we're losing to now are terrible. And people were like, it's all the same. It's all I'm like, it's not all the same. And sure, now here's Furman proving everybody right. The Paladins rolling in the NCAA tournament. I love the Dins. I just want them to go as far as I can so we can start here, keep hearing the FU chance. Furman? German? German's a racist name. What's that from? Chappelle Show. Where he's like, if he was on the trial at the in the OJ, he's like, sounds like oh. a racist to me. Furman, German, Herman. I ran across. I, I, I get down this rabbit hole of these reels on Facebook. 
way too much every day. I do it on Instagram now. I mean, I guess, yeah, you're on Instagram, Facebook, the same thing. And like, it'll be a family guy or a, like a, an old a married with children one because you know they, they, they see which ones you, I guess, you stop on the most. And they, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, <laughs> one of the old show ones. I need to go back and rewatch the Chappelle show again just to, to make myself laugh and the memory of the little ones I forget. But it's when they were mocking the old real sex video uh, off HBO. And they were, you, you, I don't know if you remember the, uh, the the show Real Sex on HBO. I, or, barely. You, you, I remember it being a thing. I didn't really watch that much. Yeah. You, it was one of those things you as a kid, you're like, ooh, let's watch it see nudity. And then you get like grandmas with Dylan. Yeah, it was gross. It was the most disgusting that's the, thing. That's the yeah. only thing that I remember about it. Was it was such a tease. You might as well just watched Rhonda with Up All Night and saw like just side boob. But uh, it was the one, they used to talk to, like the couples. They'd be like, what's this? What have you done? And, you know, real people outside of it. And it was when they were mocking it and they were like, What's the craziest thing you've done? And the girl's like, well, when I was in college, I had a threesome with my roommate. And this, and then these two guys watched. And Chappelle was like, me having sex with this girl out of condom. That's the craziest thing I did. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> sleeping with gangbang over here. <laughs> sort of, I just was dying laughing in my room last night. Just watched that again. It was a great show. It was such a, yeah. Four seasons only, but it was very good. Are we... Because we got asked about this a couple of times yesterday, and I think I mentioned it on the show, but we never got into the conversation, and I really don't want to. It's probably safe. Are we obligated to talk about the Jurich thing? I didn't even read it. I did. And I, like, I, I saw the headline, and I don't know why. I just I think for the same way that you described it yesterday, it's like we just move on. Like I'm just kind of just over it now. It would lead us to the same conversation that we've been having, you know, for I feel like off and on since we started the show, and certainly that I was definitely having on the other show where it's just like, I think that, you know, if you've listened to us talk at any period of time, like where are we standing? Like, you and I both think a lot of Tom Jurich. I love you. I think that he, you know, what he did here speaks for itself. Um, I do have issues with the way that he was, was let go. Agreed. But at this point it's been five, I mean, hell, we're coming up on six years since yeah. all that happened. And there's just not, any point in, in reliving it? Kind of want to do the scene from Sarah Marshall about Sopranos. Yeah, like find a new show. Find a new show, man. Let it go. Like I, I, I hate it. Like I, I, I do think he got kind of a raw deal at the end of the day. But what point does it even make? Just dredging it all up and and bringing it all up again. And some of the answers that he he said I thought were interesting. Talking about you know his surprise at the banner coming down, his lack of surprise in the IRP finding nothing. It was a lot of, of kind of what you heard before. I think, I think the only part of it that I don't know if it was incendiary to like everybody. I know my friends reacted to it was his spiel about like, if I had to do it all over again, I probably should have left for another job. Like he goes into this thing where it's like, Eric, you know how many jobs I was offered and I turned them all down. Loyalty was a big thing to me. And looking back, I probably just should have taken one of them. And it's kind of like, okay, like I, even if you're right, like clearly Things ended on a sour note here, and in well, hindsight, it's twenty twenty. But like, you know, I don't like hearing that. You know, and I didn't make the decision to fire him. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, like I would have kept him. So, like, you know, just saying, like, I should have left, just kind of hurt. It's not like I'm taking your grandma's stuff feelings. and putting it in my house. Yeah, it's not, I'm not. Me. I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not, not taking your grandmother's stuff. I'm just. Here. You hate me, don't you? <laughs> That's me right now. I'm that guy. Like it's like I'm just taking it over to my house. I'm just putting it in there. Like, I, I, so don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. This picture getting thrown out the door. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> Tom just kicks my ass out the door. I mean, I just, 
I don't I, really want to talk about it. I, I, I don't. I mean, it's just, what is it to do? I mean, you just if you're going to bring it up, I mean, all, all you're going to do is just be like, oh, it just, it's just like grasping the, the days of yore. You know, it's like, oh, let's just go back to the past. Like, it's, it's time to move forward. Again, let's steal the, the Sarah Marshall thing. It's, let's move forward. We have a new AD. Like if the and universe- we have a good one now, opposed to the one that the crappy one we, we replaced Dirge with. <laughs> you know, we we can move on. We don't need to. If you want to run a Dirge interview while we still have, you know, Vince in there, that's fine. Because it just, you know, makes you realize that you need a new AD. But we, I like Josh. I think he's doing a great job so far. I mean, I'm with you. Kenny, you can be not happy of Kenny Payne, but I mean, I think he it was a hire he probably had to make. I mean, he, I mean, so. Yeah, I, I, it's no reason to to to, to bring up Jurich in the past right now. It, it does nobody any good. And also, like, there's no big event that's leading to this to us having this conversation. Like, if the university was planning to make a Tom Jurich statue or have some sort of <laughs> ceremony honoring Tom Jurich, like, yeah, it'd be worth talking about and having this whole thing. Like, like Patino comes up on the show. Because Patino's a very active participant in college basketball right now. We just had the 10-year anniversary of his championship team. We've I got mean, that. We have, I mean, he's, he's coaching in the NCAA tournament right now with Iona. Yeah. He's probably going to go back to the Big East here in a couple of days uh, with St. John's. Like, there are, are relevant stories. But I think the whole, like, you know, would you, should we have fired Rick? Like, that conversation's run its course. And when we talk about Jurich, it's just, it, it all becomes this whole kind of like the basketball argument this past season where it's just the same side saying the same things. Like, he was great. He shouldn't have gotten fired versus he made his own bed. We need to move on. And then it just it just ends. And I don't fault like Eric Crawford for having this conversation. He's doing his no, job. Yeah. And it, it, there were interesting things. I liked reading about it. But as far as it becoming a radio talking point, it's just like, you know, it's what can we say that hasn't already been said, you know? You don't need to tell me, though, if you're Tom, like, yeah, I could, you could, no, I could, I should take another job and a chance. Well, no, you didn't want to take another. I mean, don't give me that. Well, take the job now, then. You got nothing going on, buddy. Well, I think now he's, he doesn't have the opportunities. I think, I think he probably would take a job. Guys, but he could take a job if he wanted to. I don't know, man. I mean, there's how many, how many colleges that, I mean, I guarantee 75% of the universities right now would take him as AD in a heartbeat. I, I think there have been a couple that he's wanted, and they, have not offered him anything so yeah, i knew miami pooched uh pooped the bed on that one yeah i think he i think that was one that he would have been interested in and it, it didn't end up happening which sucks but i mean probably good for us just because talk about that never being a, a talking point that goes away if he's in your own conference and he's taking miami to to bigger and better things while we're struggling a little bit then yeah that would have we would have had that talk every single day 502-414-1450 is the thornton sex line we'll take a couple of texts from you guys uh, here in this segment to wrap it up. Texture says, how can we consider ourselves a top team if we haven't won a tourney game in 2,188 days? That's worse than any stat about Cal you could alter to fit your narrative about him not being able to coach. I mean, that's not really the way that it works. I mean, first of all, don't use we. Also, don't use we. Like, we, I know who you are. Like, don't. <laughs> like, you don't. You can't lie on the text line and get away with it. But, I mean, basketball is more than just a six-day sport, six-year sport. And first of all, I've never, don't put words in my mouth, I've never done the whole Cal can't coach thing. I think his coaching tree sucks. That's just a fact. Um, I do think that he is not the greatest X's and O's coach in the world. But I also think that he doesn't get enough credit for some of the stuff that he's done with creating a culture-first environment with all these one-and-done kids. I think, I think he's, done, he's done things that other coaches have not been able to do when they've tried to follow the same path. And I think he deserves credit for that. 
I mean, for the record, Kentucky hasn't won a tournament game in four years. Yeah, it's been a long well, time. It would be four years if they lose this, I guess. It's been three years. Nobody's arguing that Louisville is not going through an insane rough. I mean, we won four games last year. It, it, it speaks for itself. Yeah. But if you're looking at the history of, of college basketball, I still think, you know, we're top six, unless Indiana makes a run this year. Could change back. But we're well, top yeah, six program in the history of sports. Yeah, Indiana's had one Cinderella run in the last 24 years. Right. And they, they have and have not made a regional final since that run, which yeah. was 22 years ago. It's been a long time. Been a long time. Texas, so if Providence beats Kentucky on Friday, is Providence Scott's Satterfield favorite team? Oh, do you remember that last year? Mm-hmm. When Kentucky lost, Satterfield, trying to drum up some cheap goodwill with the fan base, was tweeted out like, St. Peter's is my new favorite oh, team. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember yeah. like, it, it, that became a radio talking point. Yeah, we where talked it was like, about it briefly, yeah. You know, it was like, it, it's like he's trying to appeal to the fan base and he's trying to get into the rivalry. And also, on the other hand, it was like, you know, maybe come within 40 points of Kentucky before you start talking some noise during the offseason. Uh, you know what? Regardless, I'm st- I'm okay with like, some, some good some good old-fashioned trolling online, though. I- I'm good with it. It'd be funnier if he did it this year, honestly, than, I than if he did it last year. I find it even funnier the fact that he has been he was Mark Stoops' gimp and he's still, like, talking smack. That that That's pure troll right there. I still think the best idea of all time, when, um, when Purdue lost that game to Syracuse in, like, the last seconds— if he had just, because that, that's when, like, the, you know, we started off, we lost to Syracuse, and we had a rough start to the season, and everybody was, like, it was peak, like, bring Brom home. Oh, yeah. And when Purdue lost that game, if he had just tweeted out the eyeball emojis, I would I would have been, I would have flipped my entire view on Scott Satterfield. I'd be like, that's, it's, it's it makes no sense, but it's so funny that I have to applaud it. <laughs> just nothing else. Just the eyeball emoji. Hmm. Hmm. But he didn't do you it. You made that noise. I looked at the game. I thought it was something going on on the screen. I'm like, what happened? Now we got San Diego State still clinging to a four-point lead here. Still coming down the wire, maybe. Just over four minutes to play. Arkansas is up 10 late in the first half on Illinois. Arizona Princeton still at the half. Alabama is putting the finishing touches on a first-round win. The only question is whether or not they will get to 100 points here. Yeah, bad my eyes are. I can't see. I can't, under, I can't decipher any of those scores at the top of the screen. I mean, you're kind of far away. I mean, I see. I can see at ALA and TCCC, but is that 90 to... 79? You got it. 91-69. Yeah, Boom. I just I got to squint to see it, though. What's bad is my eyes. Now, not only can I not see far, I, I, I think I've got to get reading glasses. Like, when I wear my... I'd love to see you in reading glasses. Oh, my God. Like, well, I have glasses in my car that I, that I use for driving at night. I'm just picturing you curled up in bed with a good book now. <laughs> Which I think you also know, I think I've told you the story, like, the glasses I, I have, I've had them since I was, like, 16. Uh, but they actually technically weren't mine. <laughs> so what it is we got time who cares i'll tell the story it's thursday Rally, sit around guys get cross legs and have a sit around it's story time with tk so i went to, when i get to, when to get my license at 16 many moons ago back in 1996 i failed the eye the eye test and i was like oh, you gotta be kidding me luckily this is back in the day when you could just go back the next day and retake the test again you'd have to wait like a month but so I had to go get glasses. I got my glasses. I went back. They didn't even make me take the eye exam again. They're like, did you get glasses? I'm like, yeah. Like, go on. I'm like, <laughs> son of a I'm good to go. Like, what the hell? Look, I want to do I can do it. Look. And uh, they're like, oh, we don't give it. We don't give a bleep now about that. Go on and take the, the written test. So I did you go about doing it. I get a 98 on my driving exam. Take the written test. Do real well. Damn rolling stop. Cost me my 100. And uh, I had the glasses. Well, I lose these glasses I had prescribed to me like a week later. And 
So I just found a pair at my buddy's house, my buddy Doug, who, I mean, many years ago, Doug Lee, I'm over his house and I find these glasses. And I'm like, I put them on and I'm like, this is close enough. You're good. I've had those same glasses now <laughs> since 1996. They're in my car currently. And that's still the only ones I use. But I've no, I've noticed recently when I have them on and I like go to look at my phone, I can't, I have to take my phone off. I take my glasses, those glasses off and hold my phone close. I can't, I need, I think I need reading glasses. But maybe in hindsight, I could also maybe get some glasses that were actually prescribed to me instead of wearing. It, it might I, help. That might be better. For 27 years, That's I've been hilarious. wearing the same glasses I just found. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm just saying this now online. So Pet 40 wrote the story. Pet 40 did it. He, oh, he did the thing. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like hearing Fat 40. Well, it's not a little, it's not a little okay. but, but this is like the, it's like the, the baits out there. Do I write it? Do I take all the heat? He did it. So here it is. This is his tweet. Column, Kia Clark giveth, and four years later, he giveth away. <laughs> if not for the fate kissed run in 2019, Virginia under Tony Bennett would be the worst Tony program ever, uh, Tony program ever. The evidence keeps piling up, which we talked about on the show. He's bit, not wrong. No, he's not. But also, the argument of if not for this national title, they would be this is kind of is a tough one to make. He's not wrong, but like. It's a he had to have known that he was going to get raked over the coals for this by some people, and it's happening. Like he he couldn't resist it. And I, oh, he doesn't care. He just wants you to. He's doing his it. job. He's doing the, yeah. the right thing. That's the weird thing about you know when I write U of L stuff, uh, you know people have opinions. You know usually it's a lot of like you know even even if it's something that I feel like is negative about the program or if we've had you know you got a lot of fans who feel the same way they're of the same mindset they have the same beliefs and they're like you know, great job this is great to read there's a lot of positive reinforcement when you write things when you write nationally about teams there's none of that like unless you're writing just an extreme puff piece about hey this guy who shoots a lot of threes is really good then it, it's just people who are they're only going to respond if they're pissed off and that's it, it's different like i've gotten the most hateful emails from like Carolina fans. Carolina fans I think were the worst. Because I wrote I had to write about their NCA sanctions back in the day and how like they got off scot free when they had no business getting off scot free. Oh, you mean after they cheated and academically committed fraud for two decades plus? So I wrote about that. Okay. The, my favorite email I ever got was I'm actually going to print this this column out. I like it so much and I'm going to place it on toilet paper so I can wipe my ass with it every time. <laughs> I was like, this is great. This is wonderful. That's going to hurt. <laughs> it wouldn't feel comfortable. I, I don't know what that was, but like, it's just, it takes, a, it's a very different forum. You, you don't get a whole lot of positive reinforcement with the national stuff. So he, I mean, I don't think it bothers Pat at this point. Like he can write stuff. Like for instance, I thought his take on if anybody deserves the death penalty, Louisville deserves the death penalty was a trash one. I thought it was just, you're trying to get a reaction, but, that's what he's doing. I mean, most of those. That's most a of lot of it. Is. Okay, I, I, don't, I usually don't. Oh, fall. it's our game here. Three minutes. All right. I don't fall for these mostly because I, I just saw like coming to America's trending. So I'm like, why is this trending? They don't tell me they're making a third one because the second one was bad enough. But like, so I guess it's trending because one of those tweets where you know they somebody puts out a movie or an actor and like pick one of these. Yeah, I think that's how all those things are trending. Yeah, I think you're right. But this one, I guess, got started off of a tweet that said, and maybe this is me, but because without saying Shrek, favorite Eddie Murphy film, and I, I don't know. I guess is Shrek like automatically the go to for Eddie Murphy? In, for maybe most? for the generation slightly younger than us. I mean, like I, I was thinking Nutty Professor. I, I would think that, or even Beverly Hills Cop. I yeah. mean. I mean, oh, wait, Shrek would not be the first thing that I think. That's yeah. I mean, I like Shrek. Don't get me wrong. I love. I, mean, I love Shrek. It's hilarious. But 
yeah, like when when you're saying that, like, I, yeah, I, I don't know if that was just me or not. I found that to be awfully weird. Well, I would you, have almost said coming to America, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if you're like me because like Shrek became a thing where there's been what at least three of them, right? Yeah, I've seen. The, I know I've seen the first two. I don't think I've watched because I kind of checked out after the first one. Like yeah. it, it just was. You know, well, the first one's hilarious. First one's great, but the, you know, different. I think a different generation was into all of them and like was probably more into Shrek than we were because we were already kind of grown up. And maybe they just like that's probably his most famous role since like 2003, maybe. I mean, Shrek came out earlier. I think around 2000. Because I, I, mean, I was like 20 when Shrek came out and still thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I still liked it too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and, I think and I was I, in high school. Even the second one has its moments, but it's just. It, it's like any sequel. It's, you're a runoff. It gets watered down. But, yeah, I mean, he's had to have come up. I mean, Another Professor was 90s. That can't be, like, the most popular movie he's done since 2000, right? Well, so there have been there have been four Shreks. Okay. And so that's that basically lasts the entire decade. So would that count for Mike Myers, too? Yeah, maybe. Honestly. I mean, I know it resurrected his career after the love guru almost killed it. Yeah, what has Mike Myers done? I mean, he had the, the bit role in the... Glorious Bastards. <laughs> Not in Glorious Bastards, was it? Yeah, he was. He played the Mike uh, Myers was. Yeah, he's the English agent who introduced when they uh, when they're talking to the Winston Churchill and about to send that dude into the. Um, I was talking about the Queen movie where he has the the the, the small part is like the. He's oh yeah, he's trying in to that form too. Him. Yeah, yeah, he's in that too. Yeah, and they have like the the little wink, wink, nod, nod, where he's talking about how this will never be on the radio. Yeah, this will, yeah, the because you know Wayne's World resurrected, mm-hmm. uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and all that stuff. So yeah, it's. But still, that's probably his most notable film role in, in, in like this century, which yeah, is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, his role in that in Glorious Bastards is like equivalent to Jimmy Fallon's role in, uh, which is also another wink, wink, nod, nod. Like if you yeah. think that he's gonna be still shaking it out there at, at age sixty, then I don't have the big. I don't. I don't bring uh, stop the rainy day. I just bring the best umbrella, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Maybe I mean it is a mo because someone texted in a couple weeks, like last week, to us and asked me my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. And I don't think Shrek even made my top five. Really? Like, I'm off the top of my head, I was like, Coming to America, uh, Trading Places, Harlem Nights, which I just love, uh, Beverly Hills Woo! Cop, and Nutty Professor. Aztecs. Those are, oh. Big three. Don't hit that. I mean, those are the five, those are the five I come to mind. I guess I just didn't even think of Shrek. I guess it's because it's a voice thing. Yeah. I, I feel like if you're just doing the voice on cartoons, it doesn't. It's a, a weird, different category to me. All right, we got San Diego State right. leading Charleston, 58-53 with a minute and a half to go. They're about to go to break there. We're about to go to break as well. But before we do, reminding you about our friends over at AirServe. If you have a heating or air conditioning need, call AirServe today at 502-785-8600. If you call them today, you can get a tune-up for just $49. And also for a limited time, you can get up to 60 months, no interest financing on a qualifying root system. Call AirServe today, 502 785 8600. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show, get you updated on what's going on in the NCAA tournament. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. And there you are 
running for your life. You're a shooting star in all the years. No, no one, one knows just how hard you worked. But now it shows. We said an awful call. I don't think you saw what just happened. <laughs> the Luther Van drop. This is the worst call that having Jennifer Hudson do the song. <laughs> you bring up Je- you bring up that one year of Jennifer Hudson. It was so at least bad, once a week. Man. Is law. Uh, Charleston kind of got screwed here. They still have a chance. It's sixty to fifty-seven with eighteen seconds to go. But San Diego State went up for a three late in the shot clock with a three-point lead. It appeared to be a very very clean block, and they called a foul. San Diego State makes two out of three free throws. Charleston responds with a bucket on the other end. It is SDSU ball. With 18 seconds to play, uh, Arizona also leading Princeton by seven early in the second half. Arkansas up by 10 at halftime. Those are your NCAA tournament updates. Uh, we'll watch the end of this game here on True TV as the Aztecs look to break an 11-game losing streak for the Mountain West in the NCAA tournament and heroically climb into the round of 32 where they will face the mighty Paladins of Furman. I think I've asked you before, just seeing the band right there. Would that be equivalent? Was she playing a violin or a fiddle? I didn't see what... what she was playing. I was looking at you. The, the, best, the, the, reason, the reason I ask is, what is the difference between a violin and a fiddle? Didn't we establish that they're the same? I thought they were, but it's, there's got to be like, what, like, I don't know. I just wondered, like, why would you call one one and not the other? I mean, I mean, I can look it up really quickly. <laughs> uh, there isn't a difference between, yeah, a, a violin it's or a fiddle. It's just a matter of your genre. At least not physically. The difference between a fiddle and a violin is simply in the style of music they are used to play. Okay. That's what I thought. Because I remember, I didn't know the last time you asked that. I don't think, yeah. And I, I think we I, looked it up, and we we figured out that there was no difference. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see if San Diego State we'll get the foul. ball in. Got to get the foul. Get, we can get the turnover on now. Now. Oh. Oh, they lock him up. Uh, jump ball, jump ball. Uh, SDSU going to the line, 13 and a half seconds hey, to look, play. look, Virginia, you don't have to throw the ball down the court when you're being pressured. God, poor Kia. <laughs> <laughs> just what a YOLO moment. Just just did not think it through. Did you just pull a YOLO on me? Yeah, just like, oh, YOLO. I hated the YOLO thing. Throw it down the floor. <laughs> Terrible. YOLO, is the, this is the weakest. It's like, I'm just going to do something dumb. So if I say YOLO, it's all good. Well, that's why it became funny. Because it was like, you know, back, <laughs> Kobe. Like, just, when you do something stupid, just throw it up. YOLO. That's what he did. Kobe all right, we'll see. Family got skid. We'll see if San Diego State can. Uh, Ooh, there's out. one clutch. Got the front end of one and one. Makes nope. it a two possession game. Now we 13 and a half seconds. Now, so Trevor, time. now, Trevor, you don't need a three here. <laughs> you should get me on these broadcasts. I wish we did a YouTube. Oh, player. missed a second. Your face when you, you said You don't that need to me. a three here. You can go for a quick two if you're if you're Charleston. And that's they, what they're going to do. I, it, took five, 15 steps. Did not get called for it. Block shot. When I say quick, I mean actually uh, shoot it. Oh, that's going to bet. Just be, they're still not calling the whistle. Are they just going to let the clock run Man, out? Swing your elbows there, why don't you? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, there's about to be a fight. <laughs> they're molesting that guy, and they're refusing to call a foul. But San Diego State is going to win this game. I think, did, I don't think, did he call a foul? They called. They're going to put time back on the clock, okay. but it's going to be like one second. I mean, just let's just end it now. And they point. lead by four. The, the drought is over. The Mountain West is about to win a game in the NCAA tournament. I mean, he's either fouled or he's traveling there. I, he, I, took a, he took a I can't tell what part of that play that you're talking about, because it was like 15. Right here, like watch him. He's like, okay. Where was he moved? There's a train. He just moved his pivot foot. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant on the drive, which I also thought he walked or got fouled, and they called nothing. But 
I mean, he mo- the only reason he moved his foot is because he got pushed. But I mean, I'm just saying you got to call one of the two. I'm happy for the Mountain West. Yeah, I had Charleston in the second round. There goes one of my. There goes my bracket. I've, the only game I've lost so far is uh, is West Virginia. I should have listened to you. I told you they didn't belong. You're you're right. I Losing got, record in your conference doesn't get you in the tournament. Got Furman right. Got uh, this game right. Got uh, Missouri over Utah State right. But no, you picked that seven ten. All right. Went, well, they were underdogs. They were underdogs. It's an upset pick. I yeah, we. They would say the seven ten or eight nines are upset. I know. I'm it's so you. annoying. I think technically he was six elevens on border now. I think I mean. technically West Virginia was favored. You know that they were the nine. They were. They were minus so, two. Yeah. So that was not an upset pick that I got wrong, or it was an upset pick that I got wrong. I guess. But uh, there it is. Final score now: San Diego State. They do knock off Charleston. I'm just now noticing too. Charleston's their uniforms. They it's become like a thing where you have a script uniform that says like one word part of your college name, but theirs just says college. Because you know, they used to be known as College of Charleston, it it doesn't work. It, it's not a good look. We mean used to. They're not College of Charleston anymore. I think they, I think they're just Charleston now. At least that's what they go by in sports. They're, I mean, the Charleston group. They're not they drop the college and add the chew. I guess they didn't like the COC acronym for reasons that ba- blow my mind. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they're still co- <laughs> Mama called them College of Charleston. I'm gonna call them College of Charleston. <laughs> that's who you are. All right, five zero two four one four forty fifty. If you got thoughts, oh, the inevitable crying fan shot. I don't think she's crying. She's teary eyed. She's looked pretty upset. She's not squirting any right now. No, like no, if you're a producer on one of these channels, is that just like your dream to find that one fan making that face? I'll, all I can think of is like <laughs> when, when they see the crying kid. Like, I'll think of like some creepy dude like in the control room, just like rubbing his hands, like good. Oh yeah. Oh he is. Zoom in. Get that shot right now. There oh, he yeah. is. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna cry some. Give me a tear. Give me a tear. Please tear. <laughs> It just seems, it always seems wrong. Just leave the camera on him. If you've got thoughts, if you've got questions, hit us up. we got about 10 minutes left uh, to get those questions in. Texter says, the mid-range discussion brings up a crazy fact about the NBA. In the history of the NBA, three players have shot 55% or better on mid-range in a season. Kevin Durant this year, last year, and with the Warriors. That is a crazy stat. Yeah, I mean... Who, I didn't know they kept mid-range field goal percentage. Well, they keep everything now. I mean, I know they keep twos and threes, but I mean. He's the best mid-range shooter in the history of basketball. Easily, apparently. I mean, I can, I mean he's a good mid-range shooter. I would, you know, I, I guess I accept that. Tech says, you got it right, but just switched it up entirely. Also, TK on the heart music video. <laughs> says, TK mixing up porn vids with heart music videos. And what, go watch that. I mean, even listen to the song. You were a little graphic in the description. Like, she's bouncing on him while he's sleeping. She's going crowd. I was like, okay. It does sound like a porn I didn't video. I took advantage of the guy while he was knocked out. I was like, I don't remember that hard video. Was this, did this air on MTV? I mean, just listen to the song. The song describes her pick, uh, what, I, what I told you the video is. I believe you. She's just... telling you, me, I don't want to date you. I don't want to hang out with you. I just want your sperm, and I want to have a kid, and we're going to bounce. Yeah, that's All I want to do is make love to you. Very Maud Lebowski. <laughs> Texas, when should we get nervous that Sky Clark hasn't committed? Ah, uh, I mean, I'd be more nervous when he does. I think his his visit just wrapped yesterday. So, I mean, if you want to say, I'm nervous because his visit ended and he didn't pull the trigger, I get I get that. I think you know we were we would have been nervous if Dennis Evans hadn't committed over the weekend. 
with Sky Clark, it sounds like maybe he, I don't know, he must take a couple other visits. I don't know. Um, but I, I saw all of the national recruiting writers have, have kind of said the same thing, which is like, I'll be shocked if he goes anywhere other than Louisville. I think there was some talk that, I think there was one other program that was pursuing him fairly heavily, but was it maybe Cincinnati? I was going to uh, ask you if you will be maybe. I, I know I read it earlier today, but it sounds like the visit went well. It sounds like, I don't know. I would say maybe it's who his hometown team is, but does he even know who that is anymore? He's all over the place. Yeah, we talked about it. he's been yeah, he's moved around so much. I can't remember who wrote the who wrote the piece. Somebody was like, "It's a big recruiting weekend for uh, for Louisville." It's one of those I, I got tagged on Twitter and like I just I think I muted it because all the mentions now I can't find it to pull it back up. But he did say like who the other team was that was heavily recruiting Sky Clark, and I can't remember who it was now. But, but there's another one. There's another one. Sky Clark is in demand. It's not just us. But as far as like. Being, I would feel confident more about getting Sky Clark if I did see more schools' names on the list. So I feel like we were just like. I mean, we. Here it is. Ar- oh, who do you think it is? Of course it's Arkansas. Well, yeah. They're going after everybody. Arkansas is the other main program that's been mentioned with Clark, and other programs have inquired as well. But according to uh, Travis Graff of Rivals, yeah. this is Louisville's race to lose at the moment. He also says about Trenton Flowers. Uh, making his college decision tomorrow. It'll be right around this time tomorrow at 5.30. The two main programs I've heard down the stretch in conversations are Creighton and Louisville. It remains up in the air as to whether or not Flowers will potentially reclass into the 2023 class, but everyone should have that answer to the question soon enough. Uh, but he does say he's placed his future cast in favor of the Cardinals. So he's he's predicting Sky Clark will go to Louisville and Trenton Flowers will go to Louisville as well. There you go. All right. But as far as being nervous, I mean... Aren't we always nervous as fans, especially of this program? But I still think it's, from everything I've heard, he's coming. That's all I can say. Texas, can anyone explain how Louis the Cardinal made the cut for the Nissan March Madness commercial? Have you seen this? I've already seen it like five times. If you're referring to one where they're good, they're doing the Final Four and they pull up and it's like the Notre Dame. It's him and the Notre Dame guy, yeah. I, I, I It's funny you bring that up because I almost when the first time I saw that, I almost texted you like, Talk about kicking the balls. I know. I, like, why are you? I mean, who produced that commercial and put the logo in there? Of the two logos to put there. It's sad. Or mascot, excuse me. It's sad, but like, when I see it, on one hand, like, I'm happy that we're still relevant enough in the college basketball circles to be in a commercial like this. On the other, I had, like, just secondhand embarrassment from yeah. thinking about all the people nationally who are watching this and being like, Louisville, like, won four games this year. Like, because you know that's their initial reaction. I kind of. To put it simply, I, I want to kind of lay low this March. I, I, I want, I just want everybody to kind of forget about what just happened over the last four months. I had to rewind that commercial to make sure I did see what I thought. I was like, <laughs> it's us. That was Louisville, right? Hey, I mean, that's us. Like, that wasn't like Iowa State. They weren't talking about the Big Twin or Big Twelve or something. right? I think I did a double take the first time. Yeah, I saw and I was, like, <laughs> are we in this? I mean, it's funny you brought it up because, like I said, when that first time I saw that, I almost texted you and was like, "Dude." <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you're right. I guess it does say something to like. The texter who was like, "Well, how can we be relevant when the last five years?" I mean, whoever makes that commercials usually probably aren't people who know anything about sports anyway. Really, so the fact that you're right, they went with us shows that we do still have relevance. Still a national brand. Usually, to you know, maybe it's over fifty white dudes who have no impact on the game, but nonetheless, it's our ten year anniversary. It's still good, but feel free to not talk about us this month. We'll <laughs> we'll lay low. We'll see you guys next fall. We'll be good. unless you want to talk about our nice recruiting, in which case we're all ears. Texture says, I think around, I, I'm shocked how many people in my bracket challenge picked Furman. 
I think around one third had firm, firm, had Furman. Well, this, listen to the show. Yeah, we, I told you. We told you. Well, you picked Virginia. Yeah, but I, I just remember because you. I remember you, you, you. I don't know. Maybe I was over the top. But when Louisville first that first loss to Virginia, I came in here and was like, "This is not a very good Virginia team." No, they I was like, "It's." I think they were in the top ten at the time, and I was like, "This is not even a top ten team." I mean, they're they're going to have their record in the ACC. Because A, the ACC's down, and B, Tony Bennett's going to get the most out of these kids that you're going to get out of any group. Well, on top of that, their second-best player got hurt last week. And they were, yeah, but still, they were just... They're ripe for the picking. Yeah. They, they, and Furman's good. Furman has, I mean, we found that out last year. Like, Furman can play. They just, they keep, they kept for the last six, seven years. Get, I mean, they, they lost on a 30-footer at the buzzer in their conference championship game last year. They, they've been good enough to be in the tournament and make noise for a few years now. And I mean, we we know how good Mike Bothwell is because he scored thirty five on us a couple of years ago, uh, and Jalen Slauson became their best player this year. So they had, like, they had the star power. And Virginia, look, again, outside that winning the national title, they have a history of doing this. So what show airs more on its network? Ridiculous on ES on MTV or Practical Jokers on Truth? Oh, it's got to be ridiculousness. It's on, I mean, it's on every hour of every day. But I day. turn around and look, and there's Impractical Jokers on the TV because you have it on True, probably. But I think that with the basketball games that we just watched, they've already surpassed the amount of non-ridiculousness hours on MTV for this entire month. It became, like, I don't remember who would share it, but, like, they would share the the block schedule for MTV. And there there were, like, weeks where it would be six consecutive days of nothing but ridiculousness. It's unbelievable. I've never watched a second of the show. I, when it first came I on, I met the it, guy. I insulted him at Derby, apparently. Rob Deerdeck? Yeah, I didn't know he was a famous. I thought he was just some random guy. And when he said who he was, I was like, you mean the Tosh 2.0 ripoff thing? And he was just kind of got mad and walked away. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, know he, I didn't know he was popular. I don't think you really said that. It was in the, it was like 2009, 2010. Uh, yeah, Robin Big was a, was a big deal before the ridiculousness was. It. Texas That's says, small, by the way. what did Capel say? Uh, well, this is an old text. It says the golden child question. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that's in reference to. Golden Child's Eddie Murphy. Oh. I don't you, didn't, you didn't watch Golden Child? No, never. It's okay. I wouldn't put it in my top five. Texas says, TK, aren't most of your life's decisions based on YOLO? No, it's based on movies and television. You only live once. No, I, I base most of my decisions on, I ask, what would John Hughes do? Texas, the X factor for Kansas to repeat as national champ is Grady Dick. He's got to be ready to stroke it from deep, no matter what the size of the person in front of him, or even if there is a hand in his face. Yeah, thank you for that. You didn't have to put the face in there. Just a hand up. <laughs> Just the hand up. Or out. <laughs> Nothing still got me more than when Vitell kept saying it. Texas, we talked about the Jurch article on our podcast last night at the Third Banner podcast. We were all upset, and we all agreed with you, Mike, that after reading it, it's like picking a scab. And it gets you upset again. Tom deserved far better. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, like, we can agree with that and still, like, not really want to talk about it because there's nothing we can do to change it. It's not, I mean, we had the, it sort of, it reminds me of, was it last, I, I, my timeline's all messed up. Was it, like, last fall, last summer when there was the movement to to get Tom to be the AD again? Maybe it was last winter. And he's been every winter since he's probably been gone, right? So, like, I mean, we kept, like, people kept wanting us to, to break it down. And I kept having to just be like, we can weigh the pros and the cons. It doesn't matter. Like he's not going to get the job. I, I can tell you that firsthand. He does. Like the people at U of L, he does not have the numbers there to even have this be a, a realistic debate. So there's no point in us just throwing stones and getting the pitchforks out and going crazy and fighting one another again because it's just it's it's not going to happen. And it kind of feel the same way now. As much as I love Tom and you know wish that it hadn't ended the way that it did or it ended at all. 
rehashing it six years after the fact, it just it does nothing for us anymore. But move cause on. more infighting. Yeah, I mean, just it's 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 done. I would say move on, but here we are grasping <laughs> to the eighties by hiring a new coach. Texas, I like the Michigan State jerseys that just have state on the front. Oh, those are those are gorgeous. I don't know if I just, I mean I think every every school should have a script uniform. Because like the Syracuse ones look great, the Pitt ones look awesome. I think script uniforms are just they're the best. They look great. But that would make them the complete opposite of the logo uniform. Oh, the logo uniforms were the worst. I hate the, when the they, one year like six years ago where they, Nike just had those like where it was just it's been longer than six, but the, with the Michigan and North Carolina ones. It was mean? North Carolina Duke. Um, yeah, they played. The, the, they debuted them when they played their the regular season finale, and they look like practice uniforms. They did. Arkansas wore them recently. I think it has just has the, right. the hog logo on the front. Gross, of it. disgusting. I hate them. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis is on Impractical Jokers. What's he doing? Who's he joking? <laughs> the, the gag is he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get his teammates to make him think he's actually gonna play. Uh, <laughs> topical. Thank you. He's playing now, isn't he? I don't even. He's putting up big numbers for the Lakers. Is he? Is the Lakers even in the playoffs? Well, we're not in the playoffs yet. Well, I mean, I think as of right now, yeah. Well, because yeah. now they have the expanded playoffs too. God, like, yeah, that's what the NBA needed. Man, be such a dummy. Thanks, I, thanks I do so like much. remember remember when we came in after the masterpiece show so and you were like breaking down the NBA because you were like, I think this team's the best. I was like, Trevor, you don't watch the NBA. Like every other show that we do, you don't care at all about the NBA. But because like you were mad that Master P was trying to talk about the NBA, you were like. The Bucks may have the best roster, but the Celtics are still the team to beat, and all this. I mean, stuff. I still know who's on the teams. I just don't want to watch. I don't want to watch them play a, a watered down, crappy version of basketball. Okay. <laughs> uh, Arizona right now leads by eight over Princeton. A little bit of breathing room for your boys, and Arkansas also leading by eight over Illinois with fifteen fifty five to play in the second half. Those are the only two games going on right now. Uh, look at I gotta get them watch these two games are important to me. They are. These are big games for you. We, I mean, the, the window coming up next, I think, has a chance to be. Fantastic. And I wish it was the late night window because my kids would be just asleep and out of the way. And I could focus fully on them. But we got, I think Auburn, Iowa will be competitive as an 8 9 game. It could be sure. fun. They should score a lot of points. And then I think Duke or Roberts has the chance to be the best first round game uh, that we see. We have the next one, which is what you're going to say Colgate, Colgate Texas. Yep. I think big time upset potential there. Yep. I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm taking Texas. I know you've got Colgate. And then Boise Northwestern, I think, should be a competitive 7-10 game. I think that window could be really, really good. Who is the late night sin? Late night, I mean, Penn, Penn State, Texas A&M, I think, should be an, an all-out slugfest. Tennessee could have an opportunity at an upset, maybe. Houston maybe. should roll. UCLA shouldn't have much of it. UNC Asheville's got Drew Pember, who's really good. Um, that could be maybe interesting enough to keep you up late night. But you always just want, because I have to stay up late anyway, I always want at least one of those last games to be close. I mean, it's all we asked for, right? Right, exactly. We don't ask for much in this world. Clearly, because we only got four wins in basketball. I think it should be. I think it should be a fun late night. But I think the next window, like the early session for the, the, the second session, should be really, really good. Who's the early games tomorrow? USC, Michigan State, Xavier, Kansas. Oh, the Baylor one. I have that as an upset. UNC Santa Bar- UC Santa Barbara. Same. So I gotta maybe wake up and watch that game. Uh, we're gonna have to tell. We just got an email. God, doing this on the fly. Apparently, you're gonna have to do the show from Jeffersonville tomorrow, and it will need to wrap up at five forty-five. Anything else? We should just let Rashawn do it today and then just like not do the show tomorrow. But <laughs> due to UFL baseball and the coaches show, there's some dates where nine seven. Now we got Comrex going on behind the scenes. You're gonna have to get on this. Trevor, on Mondays, please make sure you're wrapped up by five fifty nine. Well, we're always wrapped up by five fifty nine. That 
That's funny because Monday I said that to you. Remember, I think I went. I was like, they've already disconnected. They've connected. No, that's quick. I told, yeah. And I told you it was because they. I think they had Monday, the yeah. radio show. That was on Monday. I remember saying that. They're, going, they're, they're doing something here. Uh, we can get you out by. Why are these emails? Are, is these on my text? I can get you out by 520 if you want me to. <laughs> we just we can get in the show at 5. The hell with that? I'll give you the whole last hour. I'm good with that. Yeah, these are all emails. But uh, I get you tell a finger, 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 polish on it. I like, I like that you've always like, if Mike is doing a show tomorrow, I'm like, do I have the option of just not? Can I just, I would have not done it today. I could have been home working right now. I'm, I'm no problem being home in my, in my non-recliner eating leftover oh. salseritas and watching basketball. We don't get to call these shots, unfortunately. And Rashawn's already tweeted out about the show. We have to let him know. He's going to have to go to Jeffersonville. He won't mind that. He will, he, he works. Because they do it from Saturday morning anyway. Yeah, he, and he lives down like on. 45th Street or whatever, yeah. There he, he lives like the very last. He's a he's got the river in his back and like in his backyard. That's cool because he lives so far downtown. Yeah, he will have to wrap it up at 5:45 though. How about 5:42? 45. If you go to 46, they're gonna cut us off. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get out of here. Everyone enjoy the hoops tonight. Best of luck to TKs, Arizona Wildcats, and Come Arkansas on, Wildcats. Razorbacks. Both clinging to an eight point lead. Enjoy the hoops tomorrow. We'll have Rashawn Myers in here. I'll see you guys back at Monday. Tune in tomorrow though. Three o'clock. Go Cards. Cause inside you knew That in one shining moment You reached deep inside One shining moment You knew you were alive Feel the beat of your heart Feel the wind in your face It's more than a contest It's more